0: 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents The Preston and Steve Show Podcast.
1: Casey, from time to time, will have a piece of music ready to go for me, and I don't know what it is to uh, to bring on our next guest. Some sort of cryptic yeah. message. It says, says Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, so I don't know what I'm going to play here. Hold
2: brothers! On. All right, there you
1: go. Uh, we do have a pair of brothers here this morning. They're the Sklar brothers. Welcome yeah! Randy
2: and Jason. Yeah!
1: Thank you. To thank the you show very much. Right.
3: I, lo- I love when you said that there were two hairy things, like furry things, hanging <laughs> onto our legs. I thought you were talking about us. Yeah. <laughs> just, I, the brothers. I lo- her, Each her her. clinging to a skate. <laughs> her furry roller skating things are, are in honor of Gay Pride Parade. So ah, congratulations. That's about... Yeah, it's gay. is. Well, we're, we're making a statement, too. Guys, that's great. we're making a statement here. We're changing lives. And I really wish there was some traffic to report. That, that thing was <laughs> so long. That was ridiculous. Jesus. How yeah. long did it take you guys to get here? Uh, not so bad. Not no. as long as the report you just read. <laughs> I know. Like an hour. We flew here on a red eye, and that was shorter than the report <laughs> you just read. Do you like rocking the uh, the red eye thing? Some people are
4: massive proponents of it. I find I it debilitating. It's and crippling. difficult.
3: Oh yeah. my god, crippling! It was terrible. Like we, I, and we actually had decent seats. We were in the exit row, they wouldn't go back. Oh. so literally, you're like sitting up sitting in an <laughs> acute angle. Yeah, like, okay, I'm supposed to sleep like I'm dead. Is that what I'm doing right here? It's the
4: worst. Preston and I, we we we, uh, there was a Guinness promotion that uh, we had to fly to Ireland for, and we were the, the our engineer was with us as too. We had the three biggest guys in the plane, and we were uh, uh, in that row. We mm-hmm. could not recline at all on yeah. an that overseas sucks. flight. Awful. Horrible.
3: And I was, like, looking for the button the whole time. I was like, this is, like, a terrible, <laughs> like, Stanley Kubrick movie. You know, <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm just going to be forced to watch child porn the whole time. By the way, I just love there's a chocolate Stanley Cup in this house. Yeah, yes. you know, the chocolate Stanley Cup is, it yeah. reminds us of the fact, you remember when Chris Draper got the Stanley Cup for a day? Because each player, when you win, each yes. player gets it's, the cup for a brief period of time. Right. Chris Draper of the of the Detroit Red Wings let his 2-year-old kid poop in the cup. What? Pooped in the cup. I've heard of pissing in the cup. I've Pooped in the that. cup. By the way, people drink out of that. Yeah, afterwards. I know. So that's I number know. 1, number 2, we have little kids and if you are potty training your kid, that's a bad precedent. And the yeah. only where place they can go is in the Stanley Cup. That's a bad precedent. Now you got to call Venus Williams and go, "Get the Wimbledon <laughs> plate right, over." I need I need My some to drop, and My deuce. kids like having a hard time here.
0: I've drank out of the Stanley Cup or I've drunk out of the Stanley Cup. you drink after, drank poop.
3: after Chris <laughs> Draper's kid, how much fecal matter lumen all the thing first? Nope. No. Yeah, Just put a beer in and drank it right out. You got nice. to CSI
4: that. I I wonder, I mean, there are horrible, horrible stories attached with something that's so beloved, But but yeah, that's... Uh, and it's been pitted and scarred and scratched up. Have you Have you guys, I assume you've been in proximity
3: to the actual Stanley Cup? I have not touched We have not haven't been. touched it. We've seen it, but we okay. haven't liked it. Got, we're St. Louis Blues fans. We've never seen the Cup. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, and we, we never will. And we <laughs> never will. <laughs> <do laughs> and,
1: and we, we were just talking, the brothers and I, they're both from St. Louis, I'm from St. Louis. And Apparently, I, they, you
4: all shared women.
1: They, <laughs> were, uh, they were they were, they were were my team, we're the Blues. And I mean, just every year, it was just a letdown. Every, every year. They'd make well, it to the playoffs every year.
3: Back when you were in high school, there was one year when Brett Hull and we actually made the play and played Calgary I guess yeah. in the finals we almost made it but yeah. uh, just not, didn't do to it, man. not to be not yeah. to be we are not the Philadelphia Flyers I'll they have say great,
1: You have a great team this year though man great team this year great totally coach surprising. great coach This yeah. so, yeah. might be it what
3: was the high school were you guys at rival high schools was that the deal yeah we were in the same district but rival high schools we went yeah. to Parkway North you went to oh. Parkway Central oh
5: yep. the Northers huh?
3: the Northers the Northers the Northerners the Vikings it's like uh, breaking away the, the Cutters the Cutters and the uh, <laughs> yeah yeah we Great we movie, guys, right? Great, yeah, best yeah. one of the best sports movies ever. Fantastic. If yeah. you had to rate, like, just an incredible when when the dad is driving and is like just he's at the used car lot and then he just drives yeah. to the thing. My favorite was like they I think they actually got the guy who announced it from the actual Little Five Hundred. Really? Because he had that great midwestern accent. He was like the winner of the Little Five <laughs> The Cutter. You're like I think Hundred is spelled R E D. Hundred E R D. The
4: Hunter. Hundred.
3: <laughs> That's cool.
4: So so you which you you. You obviously, never crossed paths. No, these you guys remember.
1: I, I graduated four years before them, okay. I believe. And, uh, no, but you guys would have been, uh, I think North was a little more what we would have called in the area a Hoosier school. Yeah, it's a little, stoner.
3: <laughs> little Our uh, school colors were acid wash. They were. <laughs> 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 our school mascot was the mullet. Uh, <laughs> by the way, we saw a mullet recently. Oh, There's, my God. Uh, really? Have you seen one recently? I like like on one. Well, but a legit. Are you, are you, are you not swept ironic. up in nostalgia or horror? When, when no, no, no. It? It's Dude, exciting for us because we live in LA where they're are a lot of hipsters, and they yeah. try and co-opt everything that used to be cool, but now is uncool. Like, handlebar mustaches, like Raleigh Fingers is right. screwed, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Because, right. like, hipsters have taken that over. Sure. But the mullet, we saw an actual one, and, and it, when you see a real one, you're like, oh, my God, it's like seeing, like, a unicorn. You're like, yeah. what? <laughs> is that, did that, is that <laughs> yeah. real? You know what? It's actually like watching a horse ride another horse. You're like, anatomically, <laughs> that's not correct. Yeah, why is Sea Biscuit on top of Secretariat right that, now? That's That's the
4: best description of a mullet, a is horse, horse riding, riding another, another horse? horse.
3: But it made us think that there there should be a mullet Hall of Fame because the there is not a mullet Hall of Fame. Where well, would you argument. put it. Well, here I, f- I feel like the mullet Hall of Fame. First, of you got to decide where you want to put it. I, I think yeah. we should put it inside of a supercuts. You know, I stay with me on this. <laughs> I actually, I think it should be right behind a supercuts. So literally, it's a business in the front and a party in the back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nice. uh, no, but I think Dog the Bounty Hunter. He's like the all time. He yeah. should just induct everyone because that's one of the best mullets. Sh- and-
4: Does he lose points for the for the overt nature? Because there are people who try to. You know, there are the. Uh, the, the, um, he's kind diver, of, it. Yes. you know, there, there are, there are those where you're trying,
3: where you're trying to play both sides of it. I mean, I think he, uh, in his boldness, I think he should Dog be, a rep- oh okay. my God, look but at you that. Should, there should be lady women, Katie Lang. Give her one. Yeah. Lady lady the mullet, mullet, mullet the uh, feb- feb- they call that. February now. could be black mullet month. It could. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think the, the reigning
1: champion though is Billy Ray Cyrus. Personally. But, oh yes. Yes. Because
4: Yager,
3: of course you're
4: rocking because it's also based on percentage. If you're if you're
3: an 80 20, or you know, you, you that's yep. determines- how long is it coming down, right? And how tight is it cropped on top? Did you ever rock anything close to a yeah. mullet? Oh, yeah.
5: yeah. Oh, yeah. We, had I mean, we went yeah. to Parkway
3: North. Are you kidding me? was a requirement. See, right I went to it.
5: Catholic school, so I wasn't allowed to have my hair below my collar. But one summer, the summer of the mullet. You
3: let it fall, Oh, man. I had
5: sunning in my hair. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, it was a great sun-in. summer. in
3: yeah. was like the lemon. this like nature's <laughs> uh-huh. lemon juice. It is. <laughs> it, is. <laughs> it is.
4: You predated, though,
5: the rat's
3: tail. You remember that was big for a while. The rat tail was there. I remember the rat tail was like for for literally burnouts and lesbians everywhere. That's you see the rat tail, and you're like, well, if you have a rat tail, you're like, you know what? I'm telling the world that my dad hit me once. <laughs> That's what I'm telling the world right now.
4: That's exactly it. But what what pop culture icon? Because it usually starts with some sort of pop culture movement.
5: Somebody's got to do it. Who did the rat tail first? Vanilla Ice did. He had a
1: really rat tail. Did he have a rat tail? Yeah, I'm pretty he? sure he did. He no, nah, no, no, no. no. Rat tail was way before Vanilla Ice. I think ice, the man. rat tail was like, before Ice. Yeah, I remember like 83, 84. This guy moved from California, actually, oh. and went to my school so and he was he, cool and he was it was insanely cool
3: yeah. the rat tail was, was like his name
4: laredo
1: it. no
3: it wasn't. <laughs> he just and he had like a roach clip connected to it you know, it's like the rat, rat tail tail wasn't enough it had to go down I'm even ready to rock.
4: Rock. yeah you guys are right on with that remember that time? yeah
0: can i pay you guys a compliment because sure, uh, i've absolutely. been i've been fans for a while and and uh, i've never seen you live but i've seen some of the stand-up specials and uh, what you guys do is genuinely funny without being schlocky and yes. it could so easily be schlocky Thanks, because you man. guys are twins and you're brothers and it's not an act up on stage that seems at all forced. It, it just seems like you guys have a really good rapport with one another. How do you avoid turning into a holes?
3: Well, so. here's uh, or Oasis. I'm exactly. Oasis. Yeah. god. Oasis, good good Lord. Lord. Uh, uh, no, but I, I think first of all, we don't sound like the Beatles, so that'll never happen. So <laughs> we'll you will never uh, be Oasis. No, but I think we. You, you've touched on something that's really important to us. That you know, we are twins, but. We don't want that to be the main focus of our act. But underneath it all, it's what makes us unique. And so we kind of went into this thing being like, okay, we could be a huge gimmick, and that would be terrible. Yeah, probably sell tickets and have a career. Sell tickets and have a career, but you wouldn't have a... We wouldn't have a long career in this you, business. So we'd rather like, be funny. We'd rather have our peers say these guys are funny or establish ourselves as funny in other ways and be like, oh, they also happen to be twins, which is cool. Did you, you guys... keep a picture of Yakko Smirnoff on the refrigerator? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sid, Yakko Smirnoff, yeah, yeah. what a country. You guys have an
5: amazing way of, of talking. You guys talk at the same time, but you don't talk over each it's, other. I'm like,
6: Casey, that's exactly what I noticed. I,
5: I just, I don't. I got it
6: down pat. I did.
5: don't understand you how end. you do it. Every now and again, like, you, you know, yeah. you'll, you'll finish each other's sentences or, or, you know, you'll sort of meet somewhere in the middle, but right. like. You know, I don't know how you do it listening.
3: listening you guys you guys get it no one's really stepping well, on yeah, each other when here. you work on a show like this, you sort of start to hear somebody step in and you back off a little bit and let them if if someone no. <laughs> ah,
2: shows <laughs>
4: What if we
3: just tried to – What if we just did But, I, mean, I, but I, was, I was just trying to – And say, then, so then we were.
4: Did you share, like, did you have Corsican brother type no, attributes? Or, no, no. Absolutely nothing, not. Nothing, absolutely, that. you know.
3: And I have to say now that we both have families separate of each other, it actually has really helped us out in our career. Because How so? You know, you go home and you're with your kids, yeah, and yeah. they don't. They don't. My kids don't see me as part of the Sklar brothers; they just see me as dad. So right. I'm like this other entity to them, and then he is to his kid And so it's like, well, your kids see me as dad sometimes. So <laughs> you know, just, I gotta talk to them about that.
4: The ones that you're legitimately the father <laughs> That's <right>. of, <laughs> That's right. That's, right. That's right.
5: But on That's stage, right. you're the Sklar brothers, and then a lot of times on screen, as far as actors, you're the you're the Sklar brothers. Yeah, but sure. Grey's Anatomy, I believe. You Grey's guys Anatomy. We the just, Comebacks. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's so which fun. You guys, um, my. My, my really good friend growing up was uh, auditioning for that role. Oh, and for the DJ for thing? For the slocky DJ, and you guys did an amazing job. Oh, well, that like- was
3: an interesting thing, because sometimes that comes up for us, where it was a role for one person. Yeah. You know, and we kind of grew up on classic rock, we grew up on the classic rock morning DJ and whatnot. We had a bit in our act, we had about, a bit in our act about it, and we were just like, man, what if we just came in there, and, and the Cassie woman knew who we were. Sure. We're, yeah. We were supposed to go individually in Against each other. And we were like, you know what, let's just try it together, and we'll improv a bunch of stuff and see what happens, and then we got on the show nice. and as we got on the show it started to develop even further yeah. and like there's a lot of stuff that didn't make it into the show but we were like how funny would it be if they wouldn't drop the uh, they had the DJ voice hey guys coming at you one guy was going through a serious divorce but he would not drop the DJ voice I can't tell you the last time I didn't walk into her closet and smell her dresses it's Kim Guys, I can't remember the last time I didn't shower with motel soap. Crew, uh, I cry a lot.
4: Crew, those guys are great. We've we've actually all been on the show. We've we've had uh, you know obviously it's the one show we if we're going to get yeah. on a TV show it better it's be a that great one. one. But they are so conducive to. Um, to just making you relaxed and mm, uh, as mm-hmm. comedians and improvisational comedians it must, you know, must have been in heaven. They're great. And yeah. you know but what, you know
3: what they said though which is really interesting? <laughs> it's said, a huge compliment to us yeah. they, that they let us improvise because they said sometimes people come on and they see the show and they see that it's very loose and yeah, they, yeah. they kind of talk over each other in the same way that we do and it all makes sense and it's really beautiful the way they do it. But they said sometimes people come in and they just try to start riffing way off the script and everyone's like okay, <laughs> all right.
4: <laughs> we'll handle that. We wrote some stuff for you. Sure. <laughs> Well, in a lot of ways, we have we have the um, the the dumb button in the studio because we usually don't. F up and drop a, a curse, yeah. Oh, yeah. but we when we talk to the listeners, it's very casual. We, mm-hmm. know, it's very conversational. That's People right. will drop and, it. Hey, They'll just drop exactly. it exactly.
3: And so that's the so sometimes you you get a little too. Loose. Oh man, we were guest host. We occasionally guest host Jim Rome's radio show. Right, which, right. You know, this goes out to you know we do it in L.A. It goes sure. out to two hundred and twenty markets in North America. And I, the other day we were doing it recently, like a few weeks ago, and I some I said so I almost dropped an <laughs> f bomb just because it was so casual. I was like. <laughs> Hey, Fudge Ripple. Fudge Ripple ice cream.
4: <laughs> You know what we do? During the commercial breaks, we do a, sort of like a chord dump where we get all of the... Just get it oh, out. Get it out. Get, right it so. out. get so all the vulgar- It's like it a
5: Tourette-like out. power minute. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's In fact, we had to... You know, people... You know, you can... Uh, you see, like chairs set up around here. Yeah, we yeah. allow people to come into the studio, yeah. And we had
3: to put a, um, an end to people allowing their children to come in, <laughs> oh yeah,
5: because we can't curb what we say <laughs> yeah. off the air.
3: No, no, that's because right. The off the air moments are like maybe the kids can be in here for the. You off know air what? The kids need about. to learn. The kids need <laughs> the the kids to learn. Do need to learn. <laughs> Get those kids in here.
0: There is, luckily, yeah. a bit of a physical reminder, though. There, there are two. There's this light that goes on when right. the microphone's gone, and then physically having a microphone
3: in front of you reminds you. Uh, most of the time. Most of the time. Not to drop the F-bomb. Unless that's you're right. Andrew Dice Clay.
5: <laughs> <laughs> you have kids? Do you ever curse in front of your kids? Uh,
3: I don't. I try, I really try. Me neither. Sometimes I get upset and, you know, whatever. And, 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 you know, if I'm right before I'm about to hit them, I'll curse. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, then they get their rat tail. That's yeah. it, man. That's rat, a, tail, rat tail. You've earned it. You've earned it. <laughs> no, it's so funny, I, I, I try. I really try not to. I definitely don't want them doing that. If
1: Wait. We will get to occasionally, you know, if, if somebody does bring kids in here and we, we happen to let the language fly a little bit while we're off air, they'll say, ah, don't worry about it. They've yeah, they've heard it before. And I'm like, well, they may have heard the words before, but not in a certain <laughs> order yes. Right. Yes. with
3: other words surrounding those my, words. that makes the context a little bit different. Yeah, mm-hmm. my favorite parent is like, they've heard worse. Really? What's <laughs> worse. <laughs> they've heard worse. Sure. Casey Anthony would be like, you've got to be a better parent. <laughs> Work on your skills. I want to ask
1: about a uh, show you guys have coming up on History Channel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What's that all about?
3: It's called the United Stats of America. really cool show. Funny, interesting, all about how statistics tell the story of who we are as a country. And, and we start with one crazy stat and then go, it's an hour-long show. It's like you know, 99% of us live on 8% of the land. How did we get there? It's, and it's just interesting. I love interesting. stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, you, and you,
4: you, guys are, you guys are great because all, you always provided the best commentary for the VH1 shows. And it was always engaging. And, and the History Channel does inventive things like that. They do. Mm-hmm. They, and this cool. show
3: is great. I mean, it's like we used to be the tallest nation in the world until 1950 and now we're the fattest nation in the world. <laughs> so you, how do we go from being the tallest to the fattest? Sure. And, that, and this show kind Burger of un- King. Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> And it unravels the answers and, it, and I love that. So and We talk to experts. It's it, May 8th. Is May the, 8th is when it comes out. Hour-long show. We did six episodes. We're hoping it's a success and then you, we get to do more.
4: Are you guys uh, history buffs? By I mean, because that channel is on constantly.
3: I, you know what? I don't know if I'm such a history channel buff. I am a statistics buff. I mean, yeah. I love it just from being a sports fans and whatnot. Sure. I just hmm. kind of love the, the statistics and how, like, you can. It really, there's a story behind every statistic. I mean, we are a statistic. Right. You know, thinking about it, like, when we were kids, Women weren't having babies younger. They They weren't having them older. They weren't. There were no fertility drugs really to speak of. So twins were more interesting back then. They were rare. So now we've become less rare and less interesting, and that's why we're like we have to host this show to become more interesting. That is true.
2: (laughs) That is true.
4: The the fertility drug phenomenon has created a a lot more of um, of multiple, multiple births and and multiple. And we had the. the Octo mom, Nadia Solman in, in Did here. Did you really? Yeah. How hilarious was she? Yeah. She, this was good. before she was saying, uh, she was actually pretty engaging, but this what? is before she just. Yeah, I need
3: stunned us too. Really? But. Um, what if you're her other six kids? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. my, mom didn't have. Here's a, a, yeah. Is there any bigger message to say, you are not enough for me? <laughs> she, I'm going to have eight I'm going to grab eight more and see yeah. how that does for yeah. my. You're uh, there the you go. fifth out of those six kids. All right, right. You look at the other eight and you are literally like, I could take a a few of these you know <laughs> That's why right. it always kills me when, when people like uh, Paul McCartney
4: or, or like Jerry Lewis had a kid when he was you know seventy. Yeah. It's like oh, man, everyone's looking at their cut of the uh, of the inheritance. Larry yeah. then, King. Larry, Larry King. King.
3: Larry King is a guy who can't even walk and he's pushing a stroller. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's like it's, right. you kind of say to yourself, and he's just you? farting all over that kid. Larry King does <laughs> never stops farting. That's a rule about Larry King. <laughs> We're
4: actually going to be on a on a panel with Larry King for some. Then, then you'll
3: come back and you'll tell everyone on on the he air that he on. farts he nonstop. Stop. If you yeah. just Bring some Glade. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: I have no
3: doubt that'll be required.
1: Sklar Brothers are going to be at uh, Helium Comedy Club this weekend. You guys are also. You worked on uh, CSI episode. Was that recently? Very recently. recent. Yeah, very
3: recently. It was like one of Elizabeth's shoes first.
1: Oh, she's awesome.
4: Man. Come
3: on, come Elizabeth on. Shue. Who didn't have
1: a crush on
0: Elizabeth? Everybody, Shue?
3: everybody, yeah. and she was hot like throughout. You know, she was like your high school crush because she was in the Karate Kid. Yeah, and then she was just like, then she was in Cocktail, and you're like, all right. I, I, she's turning cruise straight. Yeah. I believe that that's happening. And then just she just kept on leaving out. Las Vegas. I mean, she was just great. The and crazy thing good. about it is she doesn't. And this is again something you yeah. only know if you kind. She doesn't go by Elizabeth. You want to call her Elizabeth Shue or Liz right, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. She goes by Lisa. What? Really weirdest. Thing we did ever. not know that. And and her character was new to CSI, so we didn't know what her character's like first name was. And so everyone was calling her Lisa on the set, and we thought she was like one of these method actors who only <laughs> you don't look her in the eye and you only wow. call her by her name. Turns out that. That's what she wants to go by is Lisa. And is well, that a middle name? No, because no, it's E L I S A B E T A. She takes she goes, the Lisa from Elizabeth and calls herself. And everyone so calls if you her see Lisa. her and you pop around, you say, "Hey, Lisa, what's up?" Then she'll be she'll be happy. She'll so, feel good about it.
4: What is that? Because that's a Jerry Bruckheimer show, legendary for providing like all the amenities. What was the set like for amazing, season? amazing, amazing? Oh,
3: it's amazing to be on a show that's been on for so long. Every all the actors know exactly what they're doing. Right. The director is really like solid, and they they they're so comfortable. With with what they're doing, that they really care about making the performances good you go on a new show and sometimes they're like let's just get this thing right, <laughs> right and yeah. they leave you alone as yeah i mean like we were asking them and the director was so they were so comfortable with us we were again in a situation where like you know we're in this situation where i'm i'm going to like squat in this house that's been moved basically sure. the house gets stolen and i'm like going to squat in this house and elizabeth shoe has to lisa has to go get yeah. a uh, has to go get this chainsaw from the back of her truck meanwhile the camera's on us i'm like can we just keep going while she goes back and does that and, and improvising are like stuff. yeah absolutely so we like improvise basically a little scenelet that's in this awesome. thing and they, and they it it made it in the show and it made it in the show nice. because
4: that's a linchpin show yes. for the network and uh, and and the, it just continues to generate huge revenue and it doesn't matter
3: i mean they go through cast changes and it's Ted just, Danson he's now on the show yeah, yeah. fantastic a legend that's legend wanted, we got yeah. a chance to work with him on Becker years ago great guy i mean Ted Danson you walk on a set and you're like this guy has all the credentials to be a douchebag you yeah. know what i mean he could be just a jerk. Nicest guy, nice ever. guy Go back and watch him in body heat. That's H- yes. He was fantastic. He's, he's in great, that. yeah, yeah. So good. You're like, oh, you're a film actor. He's great and bored to death. He was amazing in that series on HBO. A great series. And and then Cheers, obviously. Yeah. Was uh,
4: was Mary uh, Steenburgen? Did she drop by? No, she did not drop by. These days, she is looking. She was on Thirty Rock
3: episodes She oh, was phenomenal. So good. Yes. So good. I, beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. She's lady. like she's like the she's like the American Andy McDell. <laughs> <laughs> Andy McDell is American. She's
4: the American. I would put that on my resume immediately. <laughs> yes. The American and Andy, Andy McDowell. McDowell. She's like a
3: living Andy McDowell. I didn't say she's not the American Roger McDowell. Yeah. She's like
4: a female Andy McDowell. She is like a female Andy McDowell.
3: I appreciate the Roger McDowell reference. Thank you very much. Because you like bad heavy metal rock. <laughs> hey, he no, he I like, think
0: a red a heavy metal rock. I was thinking of the Roger McDowell who pitched for the Phillies. Yeah, but he also was in that heavy metal a band. band. Are you serious? Yes.
3: And he's a, I think he's a pitching coach for the Dodgers now. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, he was a jokester too, wasn't he? Yeah, when he was on an
0: episode of Sunday. He was the spitter.
3: He was the, the spinner. second spitter, yeah. Oh, man. Done. Roger McDowell, good stuff. Guys, thanks for coming by. Thanks for having thanks us. For having Absolutely.
7: Us.
1: Awesome. Appreciate it. It's here for the Scalar yeah. Brothers.
8: Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places.
4: Steven Singer's ready-for-love diamond engagement rings are ready to go! Yeah. Whether your budget's $500 or $5,000, Stephen has the perfect ring for you at the perfect price. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. IHateStevenSinger.com
8: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show
1: podcast. We are doing a little contest, and it's called Not Your Average Listener. So... We take an email from uh, different people, and this is one of them that we decided to have come in. It said, hey, guys, Gadzooks, my name is Rev. I am not your average listener. I am a sideshow performer. That's right, real old-time sideshow. I perform the classic bed of nails, broken glass, and sword ladder routines, as well as other more insane things. I eat light bulbs. Yeah. I push hat pins through my face. Yeah. And pick up an anchor with a hole in my tongue. I can even bend a piece of rebar with a soft part of my throat. I listen every morning and would love to be there for this contest. I have a video of a show that I did in Allentown last week, and it features the blockhead, the face of pain, and body stapling acts. (laughs) I uh, said, my uh, mother used to do all that stuff. it's uh, very nostalgic. By the way, you can go to unholysideshow.com. He says, bringing the freak back into freaktastic. And he said, thanks, and ball sacks are yummy. Please welcome Rev. Oh, yay!
9: How how are you, Rev? Oh, I'm great. Thank you for having me.
1: Now, what is it? Do you go by just Rev or is there a longer version
9: of that? Well, the longer name is Reverend First Minister of Sideshow.
1: Okay. The Reverend First Minister of Sideshow. That's more of a
9: title than anything
1: else. Where are you from, by the way, Rev? Uh, I live in Bucks County. Okay. And, uh, you know, you you describe some of these uh, abilities that you have. Uh, Can I ask, what was the first thing you attempted to do that would be considered of
9: this uh, type of act? On the same night, I hammered a nail into my nose and stapled my stomach. Staple Staple your stomach. stomach. That's what I did the first night.
1: But what I need to know is, like, when you're at home and you're a kid and you have never done this before professionally and you're just kind of flirting around with something i mean like as a kid do you remember steve you could take a needle and stick it through the thin part of your skin yeah, your right, right, right. fingers
5: or do that,
9: that yeah
1: stuff like that did you do things like that
4: when oh you yeah were a kid? absolutely
9: stand yeah. in the yard throw a uh, screwdriver up in the air and wait for it to come down oh uh, right, yeah right
4: yeah. i would do that actually i used to do that with uh uh my bow and arrow which was incredibly stupid <laughs> shoot the, the arrow shoot it the straight arrow? up yeah, yeah like well, a
1: Roulette. What were your parents thinking when you were doing stuff like this? I mean, did they know about it?
9: I don't think they really knew about it. They knew I was weird, and that was about it, and they were okay with it. <laughs> Do you know what this
1: reminds me of? And it's it's and I love this
4: kind of stuff because of the 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 early years of Lollapalooza, there was the the Jim, Jim Rose sideshow.
9: Yeah, first sideshow I ever saw was Jim Rose. Right, and okay. it was that old style
4: you know, bed of nails type stuff that would be that, that was cool. That, you'd see people pushing their bodies to the limit and it was, it was
1: a blast. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a pretty, it's a small community of people who do this type of thing, right?
9: Uh, yeah, it is. It's actually pretty well alive here in Philadelphia. Started here about eight or nine years ago. started to resurge. Okay. And that was when I got into it.
1: Wow. And did you walk into that and say, hey guys, I'm here. I can do a whole bunch of different things. Uh, let me show you what I can do. Or did they teach you, th- these other sideshow people teach you how to do some of this stuff?
9: Well, I walked I in with some knowledge. I was a piercer beforehand. Okay. I was very familiar with needles, that sort of thing. That sensation didn't bother me at all. Right. So I knew coming into it that that was something I could handle. All right, Everything else was just, it was a challenge I wanted to learn. So you learn by reading, you learn by learning from other people. You learn by trying it, and hope you can get to the hospital in time if it doesn't work.
4: <laughs> Owing to that, is fact that some of what you do can cause uh, injury and, and bleeding and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. In your practicing stages, uh, did you have any mishaps that landed you in the hospital? I've never had any problems. No not problems. Wow.
1: Very cool. Wow. That's cool.
9: You've got to you've got to get cut from time to time, though. I would imagine, right? Every now and then, I pull a piece of glass out of my foot or something. Okay, right. It's right. Not a big deal.
1: Now, you had mentioned in the email, uh, blockhead. Yeah. What exactly is a blockhead?
9: Well, the blockhead. Uh, you remember when you were a kid you used to shove stuff up your nose? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I decided I was going to take that a little further. Turns out there's a guy in the Sideshow community named Melvin Burkhart really old guy. He was the original blockhead. He used to hammer a three-penny nail into his head. I've seen this guy.
2: Oh, my God. Into yeah. his nose, right? Uh-huh. He was yeah. also
9: known as 2 Faces, He was one of the famous sideshow performers. In yeah. History. Uh, well, he started teaching people how to do that. Right now, the world record is six and a half inches. I can do about six and a quarter.
1: Oh, my God. Into your... Does that go into your cartilage, or...? Uh,
9: it goes all the way through the nasal cavity and into the back of my head. Oh, my God.
4: Do you know that guy goes? the oh name he goes by now? Uh-huh. Arlen Specter. Arlen yeah. Specter. Yeah. A lot of people don't remember.
1: There are times when... I get my migraines, that I would like to do like that. Like to do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> see if it relieves some of the pressure, but I just don't quite have the balls
4: to do it,
9: Rev. Probably you could. not I could. could. No, There's no way. <laughs> when nope. they trained, uh, it's important uh, to remember children. that everything I do, anybody else can do. You just have to learn how to do it.
4: You probably shouldn't, though. And, yeah. and, and we'll, we'll put that warning out. <laughs> right. If you're not a trained professional, has oh, no yeah. experience pounding nails into your head,
5: right. don't do it. <laughs> don't try it. Well, the one thing that you do that freaks me out is you eat light bulbs. I do. That thing, like, I mean, straight up, like, crunch on them. and I'll do it oh, here for God. you if you want you're to You're going to do it. that. In
4: you fact, can hear it, too. It sounds great. I, I, I love it. Should, you want to do that right yeah. now? How, how, I, how does that do, not, do that right now.
5: How does that not? I'm sorry.
1: Before you ask the questions, I want to let our listeners know that we do have the webcam on right now, and I want who, uh, Sarah, you're operating the webcam, I want you to move that around to make sure that we get the best possible angle for those who are watching okay. at home can see this, because uh, he's going to do some pretty amazing stuff, and he brought lots of, of props and, and things that are used in your sideshow along with you, right? All kinds of great toys. Well, What do you want to do first, Rev? Right? I'm dying to see this stuff. Oh, well, the
9: light bulb. Everybody seemed to be interested in the light bulb, so we'll start there. Yeah, chat out, yeah, yeah, out yeah, on yeah, the light bulb. All right, we'll get some music here. Taking
4: Talks. it out of the actual wrapper. So. out of the
9: wrapper. I go for the dollar store. Right. Yeah, that's the if you're gonna eat them anyway, you want a nice cheap one. I prefer forty watt. That's much better vintage than the sixty. They're a little gamey.
1: Go. I understand. Right. And this is the clear uh, light bulb. It's not coated. Now well,
9: you start here. First thing you got to do is you got to bite it. Oh,
2: oh, my god. God. oh my god! Oh my
6: god!
9: I didn't care for that. Oh my god! Oh my god, dude! He gay. Do you hear it this? Doesn't it hurt? It does. By the way, I keep the filament. I floss with that afterwards. To get the extra glass out of you. That's glass.
6: Oh, my God. Oh,
1: my God. Oh, I want to die. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my... On the webcam. Did, did you just put the metal part in? Yeah. Ah. Oh, no. Okay. No, he that, keeps
6: that to floss.
4: He's picking up the scraps. I need something to drink. What do I you need... drink with that?
9: Water. Which oh, you drink the water? Okay. You're not it's kind of a bland taste. I do prefer beer. I didn't bring one today. Oh, we can hook you up. We can hook, hook you up. you
1: swallow that? Oh, my God. Dude,
4: that
9: is... Wow. Awful. Have you ever crapped a window? <laughs> By the way, you know that's the second most asked questions. How's it come out? Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, not miraculously reformed.
1: <laughs> At the end of the segment, we're going to do a text to see if you think that Rev is is uh, not your average listener or not or not. I can't even speak.
5: I had to take my headphones off because I, I couldn't hear that sound. Uh, you you pulverize it down. I saw it. It was a light bulb in an actual container. It was Nice
0: Now he's, now he's drinking water. Drinking yeah. water. Gargle. I mean, when he bit the glass... It was really dry.
9: That's the Shh. problem with light bulbs. Shh. Wow. Yeah.
0: There are, there are shards of glass all over this side of the console, because when he bit into the glass, it, ex- it exploded yeah. And yeah. Gone, and in several different directions. Man, yeah. polyps in your butt don't stand so a chance. So watch your feet down here. Hey, no polyps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, problem, <laughs> right, no problems. No yeah. problems.
4: Cut right through those suckers.
1: Now,
6: yeah. wow. let, let me ask That's
1: you so this, cool. Rev, yeah. that as, as horrific as that is, we did have a guy in here one time that actually knows uh, Kathy who would eat sand. Have you ever ate sand? Because that's just a, a really out Like an OCD
9: type thing. Yeah. That doesn't sound like fun to me. <laughs> <laughs> Light
1: bulbs. It's oh, too
9: nice. boring.
1: That is pretty boring.
9: It's You're like right.
4: pre-digested glass.
9: As it is, I'm pulling this stuff out of my teeth for a day and a half. You know. Are
4: you really? Yeah, yeah. It must get wasted in, in, in there. pretty good. It's, probably it's worse, than, worse than, than popcorn. Yes, I yeah. was going to say that, yeah.
6: And you don't have like little cuts in your mouth?
1: All right, up to the camera. All right, now he's opening his mouth and showing his tongue in the inside of his mouth. No to the cuts, camera. no blood. Wow.
9: No blood going in, no blood coming out. Wow. Right. Wow. Yeah, no. yeah. Very nice. So
1: that's
9: never, in
4: right? all your time doing that, never catching a wrong angle and cutting a lip or whatever?
9: Nope, that's something that I have always had great luck with. No okay. problems, not even the first time.
4: All right, is there any residual glass over there? You got it
9: all? Uh, I'm sure there's a piece or two on okay. the floor. Right. We'll have to clean right. we'll up. Yeah. How does that not like
5: cut up your esophagus, your stomach, your intestines? He's still chilling. I guess I'm just lucky. <laughs> <laughs>
9: That's it. There are a lot of sideshow performers. They'll tell you they have tricks that you know make it more comfortable for them, easier to pass, whatever. I just eat them. Man, your wow. your
4: dookie must be like a, a rainbow. <laughs> Of different colors. <laughs>
9: I don't know. I've never looked for the <laughs> rainbow.
4: I'll try next <laughs> yeah, time. Try. Yeah, try. See what wow, you come really out with.
1: That was enough to blow me away. Yeah.
4: yeah. Oh, that's a lot of fun. All right, well, let's, let's ratchet else? it up a bit. Okay. What, what, what do you suggest? What's on the menu uh, and let us select the well, next one? Well, Preston
9: set. was interested in the blockhead. The blockhead, yeah. yeah. All right, and I could start with a screwdriver. Screwdriver, I could show you six and a quarter inches. Now, oh. you've got to remember with something like this, we oh, do okay. have a mantra on my sideshow you must always lick it before you stick it. Right. Thank you, salt and pepper. Oh, my <laughs> God.
2: <laughs>
1: I don't
4: think I'm he's, right.
9: he's like, right. This oh. is
1: a screwdriver. Oh, right. my no! oh, my God. Oh, my <laughs>
10: God. Oh, my God. I have to stop oh watching. Oh, my
9: God. All right, watch that, closely. I will I not move watch. my finger. This is where my nose is.
10: All right.
5: So that's a good, that's a good that's six, six and a quarter inches. inches. Yeah.
9: Yeah. Jesus, Rev. What happened was my mother found out I was doing this. And she found out I was doing it not with a screwdriver, but with a sheet metal awl. Okay. Um, this is, is as it? sharp as it was out of the box. It put puts holes in metal. Yeah. She told me to protect myself, and this is the only way I know how to protect myself. With a myself.
4: condom? Exactly. Okay. Well, that's what she taught me. All right. So. And, and put it on. Exactly. Let me ask you something. Um, oh, my God. Do you feel, as it's going back, are you hitting the nasal cavity? What What does it stop at? Or does it stop?
9: Oh, it's if it didn't stop, yeah. then I would hold the world record. Unfortunately, right, yeah, yeah. it does stop. It stops all the way in the back. Uh, I feel it down in my throat almost. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah.
6: Wait, Rev, have you ever been to the doctor?
9: I've been to the doctor, but not for this. No, but I mean, but I'm saying, like, does he
6: check you out and like look up your nose and go, "What the hell have you done in there?"
9: I was sticking I don't have stuff in it. You know, I, yeah. just, I stretch all kinds of holes. Oh. Yeah. so. <laughs> Can't he just shoved that on. piercing through
4: his septum. Right.
1: He's putting the condom in his mouth now. Oh, you're not doing that. I all know right. what you're going to do. You're going to suck that through your nose. Here's the condom is in his mouth right now. No, no see, we're going to oh, take the condom off, it. and I'm okay. going to
9: protect myself here Okay, by putting it on the all. You're removing okay. it, okay. So the all goes in.
1: Yeah. He's now shoving it in his mm. nose. This ah.
9: is a, a metal all, a sheet metal awl. Okay, so now I'll tell you guys. Everybody has at least once had that unfortunate incident where they pull out, but unfortunately, the prophylactic does not. Oh, That's right. God.
1: Wow. So he pulled oh the God. all out, and the rubber is still buried in his nose. This Can is you... how you get it. Oh, my God.
2: Oh, no! my God. wow, wow, wow. Whoa, whoa!
1: Whoa! He just inhaled it and pulled it out of his mouth, and he's inflating it. He, he sucked the rubber through, through his, his nose, nose, down into his mouth, Pulled it out with his fingers, inflated it, and inflated it through his mouth. That's unfreaking real.
9: So, I did bring some really insane stuff, stuff nobody else does if you're interested. Yeah, let's do it. Nobody else does the face of pain. I'll tell you what the face of pain is it's the hat pins and it's an anchor all together. I take eight hat pins and I put them in different portions of my face. And then I take a 20 pound anchor and I swing it from a hole in my tongue. This Mm. is ridiculous, man. (laughs) Okay, so with these, you always start on the inside. Because when you're done, you look like a cat. The women love it. Right, oh, yeah. So he's He's
10: going through his cheek. Oh my god.
1: He took a needle. Oh, I just dropped one. He put it inside his mouth, pushed it through his cheek from the inside we're, to out. We we're saw seeing it, it happen. Point through
4: it's coming through and it's
1: go through his cheek. Gagai. Yeah, let me put light on. All right, there we go. Oh
7: my god.
2: All
1: you right. You are a sick individual.
2: Oh, I can't look at it.
1: This is how do you not how are you not in excretion That's got, oh. that doesn't hurt. Does that hurt?
9: I feel it, but you it feel doesn't it. hurt.
1: How is that not...
4: Could you excru- play the trumpet?
9: Excruciating I played pain. the tuba for a long time, actually. Because <laughs>
4: your cheeks have holes in them
9: all the time. Yeah, you'd think I would be able to squirt water afterwards, right. but that's not, not a trick really. I can do. Okay.
0: No. I got to go home. How are and you I not bleeding? That's <laughs> just a <good> <laughs> trick on <laughs> squirting water. All right. Oh, all right, so this it. is the fourth one he's putting fourth in. Fourth needle going I, through.
1: I really don't think you need to do eight. I think four is plenty. Yeah. Because that's just... it I, hey, right, that's fine.
9: If you don't want to see eight, that's fine. Are you guys all right with just
1: four? Yeah, I'm fine yeah. with four. I give you a
9: quick run through. I've got them. They go through my throat. They go through my eyebrows. I put one right here through the bridge of my nose. Jesus. And then we move on.
4: Okay.
5: We move on to the anchor. Oh, my God. Now, that is
4: a legitimate 20-pound anchor. Is. Nick, would you? Uh, you've never met this anchor before. Would you hold it? And just confirm that it's 20 Holy pounds. yeah, Feel the weight of that?
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. There we go. Now, this is a standard anchor you'd find in a local anchor store. If you're exactly. just, yeah. If you're just tuning in, this is listener Rev who says he's not your average listener. Oh, and God. He's, go- oh. he's putting the hook through his tongue. I can't. He's, I can't he's got it hooked it. up to the, the uh. anchor. It's on the floor. I'm, I'm le- And now he's lifting it up in the air. Wow. That's just, oh, my God. And oh, my God. The- wow. wow. Jesus. He's swinging yeah. it.
4: And, you know, the look on his face reminds me of the great Walter Cronkite.
1: <laughs> that is insane,
6: man. It's
9: terrible.
1: Okay, so, Rev. Yeah. Let me ask you, 20 pounds, obviously, is, is that your weight limit, or have you ever gone higher than that?
9: I was actually just thinking. I need a new anchor.
1: Do you really? Right. Mm-hmm. You that was getting go- too easy. As you get older in life, you always want to up the weight of your anchor. Exactly. Um, like five wh- pounds might be a bit much. They sell like twenty-two pound anchors or something like you that. Know you know, go- I've
9: never searched. I just found that one luckily, and I've been traveling with it ever since I found it.
1: So no, no
4: cut, no pull, no anything popping out no when blood. you did that. No blood. Oh. You're
1: literally putting pins through your cheeks, and there's no blood.
2: Mm-hmm. That you amazes see, me.
1: When you said you were going to do that, I thought you were just going to go through the outer skin layer of your cheek. You yeah, yeah, from the inside oh, okay. of your Out. mouth all the way through your cheek. And then
4: afterwards, if you run your tongue on the inside of your mouth, do you feel where the hole was?
1: I see a little bit of blood. Do you? Other side. Yep, you see it there, guys? <laughs> yeah. There you go. Or is that a hole? Uh, yeah. Wow,
9: dude. Congrats.
6: Rev, wow. w- which one of these is the most uncomfortable for you? Because clearly you're not in pain.
9: Um, Probably the bear trap. The bear trap <laughs> yeah on the nuts no, I don't. I don't take off my pants on stage. We do that off stage afterwards. Afterwards, you got to pay way, for that. I
1: want to point out that Reb did bring a uh, um, a medical waste container with him, and yes. I guess that's what you put the uh, the pins and all that stuff when you're done.
9: Yeah, you know, I do a lot of traveling, and I just didn't want to leave needles randomly sure. sitting around in people's trash cans. Reb, so how do, I got myself one of those.
1: How
4: do you travel with your? I assume you have to you have to check everything, right? They won't let you bring your anger and needles on board.
9: I, well, you know what I do is I just simply check that kind of stuff. All right, what what's next? I love the way we're going up incrementally what do you think is all right well you know what What i've got the glass laid out here and the glass is fun because i need volunteers what i want in this audience are the two largest men here okay all right, you're All right we have Robert. We got at least one. I saw some. Oh, else. thank Dave, God, Dave, those guys go, are here. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Robert and right. Dave are two uh, are spectators. Two guys. In oh, guys, you're
9: right. both wearing shoes, right? Okay, good. All right, we
1: have three big guys. Okay, okay. Right, we we'll let, we'll let you this, choose.
9: You guys are really going to have to hold hands and get kind of nuts to butts here if you want to play this game. This is the way it works. Broken glass. Everybody's seen somebody walk through broken gra- glass, lay in broken glass. Yes, it's common. So I decided I was going to up the ante and I was going to find out how much weight i could put on myself once i'm laying in the glass okay right now my current record's about 800 pounds all right so
4: just having 800 pounds on you (laughs) by itself is impressive when you're laying down i assume you're laying down on broken glass
1: when this happens exactly okay may i ask jason if you don't mind how much you weigh uh 350 350 and how about you dave
7: 150? Shut up. <laughs> Come on, Dave. Uh, like 300. 300? Okay. <laughs> okay. All right,
1: so we got 650 pounds.
6: And then our... And Rev took his shirt off, so he's laying on the broken glass with no shirt on.
1: You know what? Two, All right. yeah. Just you the fact that walk. you're going to have someone lay down on you that much weight. Oh yeah, he's jumping on broken glass. Mm. By the way, Rev, we just got a text that says you're hot.
2: Oh. oh. Thank you.
1: Yeah. It's a guy who works for a light bulb company. <laughs> yeah, dude, All right. Rev is laying on his down, stomach.
9: Go, go ahead. Head, step up right around right. the hips, lower back area. All right. Here
1: comes Jason. 350 pounds. All right. He's going to stand Will on... Kathy, uh, stabilize him if you would. Kathy worked in a sideshow.
4: <laughs> the Romano Family Circus. Good? All right. Kathy Just take was...
9: your left foot off my spine. There we go. Right. We're good. Yeah. Ready for the next person. All
1: right. The All right. next...
9: Right. Oh, my God.
1: Right. This is Dave. Shoulders. Dave's around 300.
9: Yep. There we go. Right. All right. And he's right.
1: stepping up on him. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Oh, Jesus. Jesus They're Christ. both standing on him right now. If we now. still
9: have room, we can take one more.
1: There's no room. All right, all right. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. All right. Casey's Casey. coming over. over. All right, now get the hell
10: off me.
9: Wait, wait, wait. Casey's coming yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah. You think? Yeah. He, can you handle it, Rev? Uh, oh, I'm fine. I just like to say get the hell off me. All right, that's
4: it. 600-plus pounds of guy. That alone. All right, now stand up.
9: That was amazing. Nothing? Another one. <laughs> I'm trying to get all the glass off me because I don't want everybody yeah. in uh, flip-flops to hurt themselves.
0: <laughs> what are you
9: saying, Nick? Okay. I, I, the, when he stood
0: up, there were just shards of glass embedded in his chest as, as he got up from the mat. Do you
4: do any sort of, you know, like Houdini used to do uh, crunching and things to uh, abdominal exercises to tighten up parts of his body. Do you do anything like that or are you just... Naturally? Uh, Not
9: particularly. It's much more of a mind and sensation thing for me. I always tell people that sideshow, it's not magic. Right. So there's no illusion at all to what we do, there's no tricks. I'm actually doing what you're seeing me do. Okay. It's a combination of three things you have physics, anatomy, and pain tolerance. So as long as you learn to deal with those three things, you understand the physics, you know where you can do things, where you can't do things, everything else is just mind over matter. You know, I tell you one more thing I wanted to do. I know Kathy's a little squeamish, so I wanted to get Kathy over here to help me with this bed of nails routine. Let's do one more. One more. Come on, Kathy, you can do this. Alright, so this is what's going to happen. I have two beds of nails here. Each one of these beds of nails has about three, four hundred nails in them. They're all as sharp as they came out of the box, but a little bit more rusty. These are the kinds of nails that hold your house up. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take this one bed of nails, I'm going to lay it down on the ground and then i'm gonna lay on that bed of nails and then i need kathy to just do me a favor and hand me this bed of nails right. now we're gonna need one more person with a set of hands in fact nick you sure. can probably help out over here because right. once i'm on this bed of nails i have the second one sandwiched on top of me and i'm in the middle then you're gonna hold kathy's hand and kathy's gonna stand on top of that second bed of nails all right all right, all right? and if you're really enjoying yourself i want you to bounce some okay yeah, yeah, do, you, that. You can do, do that do that all right here we go. <laughs> All
1: right, so Rev is now
9: he's
4: lying
1: down on the bed of nails. Impression: this is a sleep number nail bed. Oh, oh perfect. It's adjustable. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You can adjust the amount of nails. He is now taking the other tray of nails from Kathy, and he's placed that on his chest and stomach.
9: And I've just remembered I got a sunburn yesterday. Uh, and, uh, don't Kathy- you hate that?
1: Kathy's okay. handing the mic over to Nick. She is now going to try and step up on I don't
9: way. really want to do this. Don't you don't
1: should do it, Kathy. You, Once you, in your be life. you
9: okay. Just hold Nick's hand. Yeah. Trust me. You can do this, Kathy.
4: Isn't it wild that the biggest worry here is Kathy <laughs> stepping up on the dude who sandwiched between nail beds?
6: I have a dress on. He's going to be able to look up my skirt. Yeah. Oh, that's why. close
9: my eyes and look away.
1: You're You're right. You better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ready? You better. Or else you might actually be in pain. Are you ready? Yeah. Go for it. All right. She's now wow. stepping up. Right up. There we go. She's on it. And Rev is let go. He's like go. She's Jesus. bouncing on it. Holy now, Jesus! Can she bounce a little? She can bounce. All right, go ahead, I don't, Kath. I don't really do do it. it! Do it! Do it! Come on, Kathy, what
4: color jump up panties is
5: she wearing? <laughs> Wait, is
1: that bouncing or not? Sort she of. She bounces as much
4: as she wants. I'm good. Yeah. Rev, you're the no, only no, man who's I, ever I, seen I'm that.
5: Done. I'm, I'm All done. right, and seriously. goes.
4: What, what down, kind man. of
1: panties is she wearing, <laughs> Rev? Real quick. Damn it! bitch. All
4: right. Wow.
1: Nice job. Yeah. I'm betting they were Hello Kitty Panties. Let's take a look at it. I want to see your back.
5: Yeah, yeah. look at his back.
1: Turn around. Let's
5: Sweet, Jesus.
1: Wow. Oh, there's perforations
9: Perforations. All every on one of them was. Yeah. So every when, nail leaves a mark, but none of them perforate the skin. Is there a point now in your life where you go, wow, that hurt? Well, you know, the funny thing about it is I still stub my toe, and it hurts like a Right, so because you're
4: not prepared for that or you're not, it's out of the blue. Exactly, that okay, makes a we, big
9: difference too. Hmm.
4: Okay, do you do anything like uh, transcendental meditation? Do you do any stuff like that to get no, your I'm mind? No, I'm not a hippie. Okay, <laughs> you're not a hippie.
9: <laughs> Don't let the dreadlocks fool you. Yeah. 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 More Rasta, right? Yeah. I like to drink,
6: <laughs> so sure. i feel a little nauseous from
1: that. Uh, so oh, you'll be, be okay, <laughs> trust yeah,
4: me. Kathy, are you <laughs> okay? some Someone, you someone before, let Kathy now. sit down. It was very difficult. Well, Rev, I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed. <laughs> and if people are interested in, booking you, how do
1: they go about doing that?
9: Uh, well, that's real easy. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and we have unholy sideshow.com. Very simply, there's a contact button right there. To email me it's you easy
1: know what? to book. A. Rev, can you can kids watch your show or is uh, it adult oriented?
9: It really depends on the show. Okay, I can do a PG show. In fact, one of the weirdest things I ever did, I had a friend who hired me for his daughter's sixteenth birthday party. Okay, oh, wow. I also did a show that Allentown video you saw. There were kids this big stapling money to me at the end of the day. <laughs> Why not? Why not? That's how you take online. your tips. That's how I take my tips. In fact, Dude, that's brought awesome. A staple gun. If anyone's got, <laughs> I'll money give you a bus. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll do it. Okay. All right. So the more you spend, the more How exotic the spot. Bucks, five, right? five bucks, then you yeah. can put that on my face. Oh wow! Oh my God! No! Uh-huh. Don't no. no.
7: no. do it,
8: Don't
2: do, do it! it. No.
7: Right here. Uh-huh. No. Right here we go! Stop!
2: Ah. Oh.
9: Oh.
8: Oh. Oh. oh! I stapled five bucks to a guy's
0: face.
9: It makes a great sound, doesn't it? Yes!
8: Oh. Dude. Oh. That was awesome,
0: oh, Dude. Terrible.
4: So I assume a credit card gets you ball set, right?
9: Yeah. <laughs> oh, a credit card's not so bad. I usually say 50 or more will drop trout. There we go. Wow. All right,
1: gang, let's give some love to Red. Yeah.
4: That's the President Steve Show. Podcast
0: 933 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
1: So our next guest is in our studio. Uh, there's a lot of ground to cover. I mean, he's uh, eight kids. The uh, best known for the show, John and Kate Plus Eight, and uh, they have personal life splayed out in front of the U.S. Please welcome John Gosling. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys, to the show this morning. How are you doing, John? I'm doing very well. Thanks for coming by. All right, well we you jumped in right away, Steve. I when, did a full disclosure because you know John you, came he, in.
4: We you know we spent a lot of time beating you up and beating Kate up, and as most of the country did for a long time. We always want to be honest about that. Um, but then as, as of late, you know, we've been hearing stories about, it, it seems too, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but that you've, you kind of reclaimed your life a bit and that you settled back into like, you, it seems like you're, the spotlight's not for you anymore. You're doing a nine to five thing. It, it, is that what's happened to, to, to John Gosling?
7: Oh uh, yeah. I just kind of went back to my normal living and, uh, off television and, uh, had to rediscover who I actually was, and what did you discover
4: taking that? Because you had you had this bizarre existence that I'm sure would be hard for many people to imagine, and now you have you know which what is a more conventional living. What, what did you discover about yourself?
7: Uh, well, I discovered that <clears throat> I learned a lot from my experience. Uh, I basically am culminating everything that I've learned and tying into one uh, brand or one business uh, entity. Okay.
6: So can you take us like from the start? How did it start? Because I didn't follow the show from the very beginning. I kind of got into it a little bit later. Were you just like, you know, did you guys work in this industry at all? Or were you, you know, you had all these kids and they were like, hey, do you want a TV show?
7: Uh, pretty much just started off with a one-hour documentary. Uh, we were approached by a production company in North Carolina. It was Discovery Health at that time, right? Yeah, it was Discovery mm-hmm. Health, and that's, I guess, now the O-Network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, we, they just wanted to film us, and we are like, yeah, sure, why not? We got tired of explaining to uh, everyone, like, what's it like. Right. So we did a one-hour documentary with Discovery Health. And it turned out to be the highest-rated documentary (laughs) on uh, the Discovery Networks ever. It blew up. I mean, it was the the biggest thing for them, absolutely. Right. So they kind of – sorry to cut you off. (laughs) No, I cut you off. No, (laughs) you saw this. No, no problem. Go ahead. And um, then they wanted to follow up one year later, and we did that. And that show was higher ratings than the previous. (laughs) And then I was sitting at work one day, and they called, and they – Kate called me, and she said – uh discovery wants to do a series and i was like uh i don't know a <laughs> uh, series about what and they're like they just want to follow our lives and chronicle everything and we talked about it and i guess they wanted to call it multiple mayhem and i was like oh horrible <laughs> sounds like yeah. a bad wrestling Sorry. show yeah yeah. <laughs> like storm for like 10 yeah. minutes i was like what about johnny k plus eight? yeah and you came up with the name yeah i okay. have it i have it on a post-it note oh, nice and right. then i uh well, I bought the dot .com about ten minutes later. <laughs> nice. Very he's a businessman. There, yeah. you know, I I actually
5: watched the show from the beginning. Uh, you know, I watched both the uh, you know the the hour episodes or, or specials if you want to call them. Yeah, that. you were a diehard case. I was. I really was. And then I started to get away from the show. When it became something else, um, you know, and and there was something about the the very very beginning that was really cool. Uh, my wife and I were actually big fans of yours. Um, we said you were Thank the you. the Asian equivalent of my older brother. We used to call you Asian Dave. Uh, <laughs> uh, we, we just liked how, how laid back you were and, and all that sort of stuff. And um, you know, and, and I thought the dynamic between you and Kate was was really interesting. Um, but so when when it started to go, I don't know, for lack of better terms, Hollywood or whatever, and it started, to, you know. Be come um you know like you could tell there were sponsors involved and oh we're gonna all of a sudden I'm gonna build tree houses and and it became this this weird thing well, That's you, what
4: it, it became more orchestrated in your eyes way more orchestrated
5: okay. and then um uh you know I don't know what it was but it seemed like your your um uh Kate was was really falling in love with the camera and then so I started to to not watch it and then the all the um the paparazzi stuff started to happen. And, and that, I don't know if it bugged you as much as it, it probably bugged you way more. Than was that, was that
4: something that is, is his point? I think a lot of people, you know, yeah. observe
5: <laughs> that there was
4: a, there was a definitive transition to the tone of the show, which was this organic family. We're watching these, these beautiful kids and these parents trying to raise. And then you, you couldn't help but succumb to the outside influences that changed the show. Did you sense that right, tone? Yeah. Well, it becomes
7: commercialized. So yeah, 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 it's not as fun anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, and you uh, didn't look like you were having fun. No, it's a lot of work. Well, yeah. You guys know. How, I mean, what time do you wake up in the morning? Yeah, three fifty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's the same. It's the same principle. But we didn't wake up at three fifty. I just stayed up to <laughs> three fifty. <350. laughs> right,
4: but as this is going on, the difference is, and it's because you guys, even though there were a lot of reality shows at the time, this kicked in. 10 times as many now. It was still sort of virgin territory. And you can't, I mean, you know, you're, the main focus is your your life. You got these camera crews around. I mean, that's, I don't care what kind of marriage you have, that's going to cause problems.
7: Right, pretty right? much. I mean, it, you just kind of, in the beginning was more like, we got to focus on the kids, got to get this stuff done. Right. And then towards the end, when I quit, <laughs> oops, <laughs> Um it kind of moved into business and rating. I didn't know what my ratings were until, like, third season. I didn't even know what ratings were or how to even, like, <laughs> capture them. Right, right. They don't want you to know that stuff because that's uh Negotiation. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Do you
6: think that you'd still be married to Kate if you guys didn't do a reality show?
7: Probably not. We're totally different, opposite people. I mean, she's my friend now, and everything's going very well. But it's like we have two different parroting styles. It all works out, but it's more... Um, Way different personality. So, so you, you you're now you you say you you worked up a friendship because yeah, it, it yeah.
4: got got very contentious there for a while, and the whole nation's reading about it back and forth. And uh, but that's a good place to be at. And and are they, are they, how are the kids with all this? Because there was concern. I remember right. Kate was saying it towards the end of it. She was afraid that they were so used to living in the spotlight with the cameras and all this stuff that it was going to impact them.
7: Right. Uh, I mean, Kate and I are getting along now, so it uh, the kids see that now. Yeah, and you can see a huge change in how. Uh, they react to things. Oh, that's there's, awesome. There's schoolwork, everything. Yeah. It's, it's very well. I we just want to be friends and, and you know, you live your life, I live my life, but we come together for the kids and then we do our own thing. But we, we converse daily. So. Now, John, watching reality shows, we all,
1: since we work uh, in a uh, an industry where editing and things like that are used, we know how that whole thing works. We know how uh, you can take an expression and uh, it's use it completely out of context to convey Anger or, or yeah, yeah. You know, boredom or something like that, and and make it appear that way. I can see through that stuff almost immediately, but a lot of people can't. Uh, and I don't know how liberal they were with using that technique on John and Kate plus eight. But did you ever watch the show? Because you were, you know, it, you were kind of a victim. You were beat up, or at least you were portrayed that way. Uh, through the, the show, and I don't know if it was all editing, but did you ever watch that and go, man, they're really making me look like a, like I'm being trampled on here?
7: Yeah, I mean, in the beginning, I watched, uh, I think I stopped watching third season. But, um, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying, but when you're in it, you don't see it. Right. Because yeah. you're with the person that you love, Yeah. so it doesn't matter. From the outsized perspective, you know, everyone tells you, and you're like, no, 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 and uh, honestly, I don't really have time to think about things. Right. So you didn't really have time to work on your relationship. You're too busy parenting. Yeah. Um, so I didn't realize everything till later. When was the first time that you were out in public or at a, an appearance or whatever,
4: and you realized that a lot of? Because I thought the same way when I started to see some of this footage. I thought like, this guy's getting
7: browbeaten. Man, he's getting his ass kicked. When did you? When did you realize that was the public perception? I guess when I knew. I mean, after we were separated, um, and we announced it, and then yeah. all the paparazzi started, and all this stuff started, and <coughs> I started. To recreate my newfound freedom and, yeah. and the, all the craziness, and, and that uh,
5: blew up in your face too. And and I sort of I, I sort of had your back just a little bit, uh, you know. But like everything was being picked on, like the the, the shirts that you were wearing, the Ed,
7: well the Ed Hardy yeah. Ed Hardy Hard- shirts. <laughs> I mean, like I mean, you I have one piece of Ed Hardy, <laughs> and I was gonna bring dude. It. I was on yeah. you yeah. hardcore. I was on you hardcore. <laughs> yeah. well, yeah. Let, yeah. let me let me explain that real yeah. quick okay. in like thirty seconds. Yeah. All right. um, <laughs> I had a deal that I was going to do a clothing line with my kids. Okay. With Christian Alge. And um, And it got squashed and stuff because of my contract, but... Um, you know, I was promoting the brand to push it into my in a kids line, in a more conservative kids line, not like tattoo stuff, right? Yeah. And then I just got railroaded. I mean, <laughs> you <laughs> did. That. Dude,
4: well, was, you know, my my,
7: my yeah. mom has all my stuff. She loves it. She looks so great in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom's rocking the Ed
0: Hardy. She's awesome. <laughs> <That's Yeah>. cool. <laughs> when you do a show like that and you get as much exposure as you had, and and as successful as it was, um, obviously there are some downsides to it, and it can be really uh, disheartening. But there are all a lot of positives. Um, what 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 was the coolest thing that you got to do especially with the kids like what was just one of the best highlights that you uh,
7: got to experience freaking flower miles. no uh, <laughs> sure god yeah man no, no, awesome my, but uh, my my kids uh i don't know we got to travel a lot and meet a lot of people and when you know you do morning shows and the other guests and yeah. you get to meet those people i mean all the way from ellen degeneres to oprah i'm uh, drew carey uh, we met a lot, a lot of people. And, you know, my kids remember that. They're kind of like, who's that guy with the glass? The right. What were their reactions
4: yeah. to you? What were the celebrities like when they would encounter you? Because it seemed like a lot of them were, were pretty uh, were pretty starstruck in their own right meeting
7: you guys. Yeah, it's kind of weird when people approach you and like, oh, can I have your autograph? And I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't ever ask anyone for theirs. I mean, it's just right. Yeah. memory and... I'm a normal person, so I figure it's cool.
5: Well, I do want to say that um, you know your show was actually pretty important for you know me and my wife because uh, we you know had babies uh, just after after you did, and and I'm sure this happened all across the country because it was you're able to you know put things into perspective for us. We had one, you know what I mean, and and here we are. We had a you know long day. You, you put the kid to bed, and you're you know you're just sitting there and crying into your beer or or doing whatever about, you know, how tough the day was. And then you turn your show on and you you see how you guys are managing and dealing with it. And, and, uh, you know, and so we would watch your show. We would watch the show with the Duggars and and all this sort of stuff. And you really were, (laughs) um, I think, like a decent outlet for, I I think, um, like new parents and, and parents of, you know, multiple children. Did
4: you sense that, that you were serving as an instructional for people like uh, Casey and other families? Uh, no, I
5: was trying to survive. Yeah, uh, Let me know what it's like to just have one because I have no idea. You know what? Listen, and, and I always tell people this because I have three now, which is nowhere near what you guys have. Um, but uh, I have three now, and, and I just met a, a first-time parent the on Saturday at this appearance I was at. And I just told her, I said, listen, don't be so hard on yourself because you'll never realize how easy you have it until you just add one more and then add another one on top. But
7: that, my mom always told me once you have three, you can have eight. Yeah, I, I hate when people say, I just, you know, I just have three kids. Yeah, it's, I just have more than one. Yeah, 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 So, yeah. you know, if you just have one, that's okay. But if you have, yeah, yeah, I have one, that, <laughs> and it's pretty great. Yeah.
6: So, I'm I'm listening to all this stuff you're saying, and I can't really get if, like, you sound like you enjoyed doing the show and there were some perks that you really liked. But then in the end, you said, you know, you, you quit the show. So, I don't know if you saw, but there's, there's a family in Abington who um, had sextuplets right. at Abington Hospital. If, if they, I don't know if they've been approached or not, but if somebody did approach them, would you say, w- would your advice be, yeah, do the show or no?
7: Well, it's different for everyone. The reason I quit the show is because I didn't want my divorce filmed. So like that whole nine months of going through all that garbage. OK. I pretty much squashed it. So I took a moral high ground and I made a huge business mistake. But it was my moral superseded my business. It's funny because and it's the way it's the nature of it. We know we prey upon
4: it all the time because in in the world of entertainment, we figure if people are out there in the public, eye, they're fair game. But the perception that the, the tabloids put out mm-hmm. and the, the, per- the perception that was coming our way to the general public was that you were just being petulant right. and wanted to shut it down for her. Correct. But you, you're saying the emphasis, is – and I can understand that. You didn't want that divorce to become the
1: focus of the show now. Correct. Okay. Is it cool to know that you'll probably always be a question
7: in Trivial Pursuit? Yes, and um, Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Everyone calls me or tweets me like, "Yo, you were just on Jeopardy." Like, hey, what's, yeah. the, what, what's the Jeopardy question? It's like uh, something about uh, who has eight kids on a hit reality. Te- you know who? Is okay, yeah. that's kind of weird.
4: Did you? <laughs> did you uh, quick question. Did you that uh, American Chopper? Uh,
7: yeah. Did you keep that bike? That bike is at TLC. Maybe I'll get it back someday. <laughs> listening. Well, it uh, wasn't
5: I, until the end of the you know the run of the show that I actually started to find out who you were and you know sort of what you were all about and and they had done some you know some trips where you know Kay was over here and then you went snowboarding i was like oh cool he he's a snowboarder and you were good right. at it too so you know you you definitely had some interests that were totally overshadowed by and and um, you know unfortunately when you become a parent sometimes your your likes and hobbies you know have to get shelved a little
7: bit but well since you're on radio you know about demographics yeah. well, obviously it wasn't a male demographic show right. unless your wife was forcing you to sit in the chair and watch it right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have a
1: question about you know since you are a divorced parent now and uh, how how do you guys share custody? I mean that's yeah, that's got to be just logistically from from uh, timetables and so forth. It's got to be hard to do.
6: Well, and in most families, like when divorced and families kids. don't they? You know, like all of the kids go to see their dad on this day or to go to see their mom on that day. Yeah. Do you do you get yeah, all we, of them
7: at once? At first, we did nesting where we share share the house and we rotated in and out because I lived in New York, so I come home. Or I lived in uh, California. I come home. You didn't want to uproot him. No. Yeah. It's a sense of security. We ripped their security away from them by getting divorced. So let's keep something the same. And then Kate wanted the house. So I was like, yeah, go for it. Uh, And then I got my own house. So I have my own house now. And yeah, we do move them. So um, uh, visitation and custody has been really well lately. I mean, I just had them uh, Monday night, and uh, it so was do you great.
6: get all of them? Yes, all at of one them. time. Mm-hmm. Okay,
7: we had we had heard initially, and this is what was
4: out in the, in the tabloids, and all that stuff. That just child support payments were just uh, ridiculous, off the charts for you. Did has that come back into the realm of?
7: Yeah, I had I had a slow February and March, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, business wise, but you know, I, had, what, what, I paid it all back. Okay, yeah, what, you have to pay back.
4: About how, do you mind saying, or is it how, about how much are you up for every month
7: for in child support? About fifteen hundred, but. That's down from twenty two thousand. Jeez! Whoa! Twenty two thousand. How do you get it
6: down to fifteen hundred from twenty two thousand?
7: Uh, they go by your last year's um, income, you two. Or income. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Now, what what are you doing for a living, by the way? Now, I'm a network engineer, but what I'm doing right now is I'm building iPhone and Android apps. Oh, really? So I build them for small businesses, like yourself, or. Um, Golf courses, bars, clubs, any small business like SMB stuff, uh, just to promote, and uh, it's not really that expensive. And uh, is, it, is it going well for you? Yeah, it's going really, really. Are well. you doing like a? G- I'm sorry, like a GPS thing for for golf courses? Yeah, I, yeah, we're building uh, GPS for golf courses. Scorecard on your phone. Cool. Um, Check in coupons, QR codes. Where like you know you golf five times, you get half off your next green fees um all sorts of stuff we had uh, we had heard for a while there that you were doing you were installing solar panels yeah I
4: did was that true yeah.
7: yeah yeah um i did solar for a while but i did the it side of it but i okay. had to learn the actual side of it uh, okay so oh, i do the in- sure. i did the inversion and the monitoring and all that kind of stuff so the, yeah is the app thing is this your own business uh, i partnered with another business out of harrisburg pennsylvania and the lead programmers are in california but there's a couple in harrisburg and uh it's called uh creekhouseapps.com but um it's really it's really about helping other businesses and helping people. So, you know, the reason we can charge so less is because we can. We don't have right. a lot of overhead. Okay. And we have an, an amazing software and, a, and an amazing platform. Cool. So you'll you'll create applications for people who want them done. Correct.
0: That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, yeah. we can do a demo app
7: and then we can go forward.
0: Nice. When uh, the show ended, it seemed like um, Kate was going to transition into um, show business or stay in, in yeah. show business. What yeah. is she doing these days?
7: Uh, I guess she's... Uh, trying to do the same thing I am. Uh, I, I, don't, I guess she wants to go back on television or whatever she wants to do. But you know, I kind of I, I support her because that's the mother of my kids. Sure. And I want to see her su- uh, succeed so my kids can follow. Would you have any? What if she wanted to include the
1: kids in another reality show? Would you be hesitant on that?
7: Um, I kind of be hesitant, but you know, it's we will kind of have to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, we you know we have shared custody, so if it came down to that. I kind of take it a day at a time. I don't look towards that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I kind of see, you know, we got so much going on that uh, it, it's hard enough just to like, you know, transition everyone back and forth. Anyway, how
4: John? Who do you look at now out in the public eye and, and go, Christ, man, I, I could have, I could have told you ahead of time. <laughs> <clears throat> who's, who's going through something that just makes you say, I, I, I could have prevented this for you.
7: Chris Humphreys. yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> At least Tigers winning, kind of. Yeah, Jesse James wants everyone like again. Too bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just keep on building motorcycles, you know. Yeah, yeah, man, you know you're you're right there. You've you've done it. Yeah, I mean, it, when you go to red carpets and you go to uh, stuff like that, you see these people, and I'm just like, oh, I'm glad that's over. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I did a red carpet in L.A., you know, and you know, there's paparazzi there. Sure. But when I left, no one followed me. I was like. Oh my God, I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. How'd That's... you um become friends with rake Yon? uh rake and I we met uh uh through my old girlfriend Ellen uh she was friends with Melissa okay his, his wife, and then uh, I kind of all looped together like bam and everyone and mm-hmm. then rake and I just became friends because we just hang out you know yeah because
5: I, I had found out that you and rake were at some party you you, were, you guys were somewhere and I called up Rake. I'm like, please can you get John in? And he said, uh, all right, I'll talk to him and then yeah. you know he said no.
7: <laughs> yeah. what about a... time, because i was still under contract you know? okay so now i'm like I can do whatever i want what
6: about uh shane victorino how did you become friends with him shane and i um
7: well he's from hawaii my, that's right you went and, to his wedding didn't yeah you? And my, i forgot about that and my family's from hawaii yeah but i met him through a tlc show went down and we just kind of like yo aloha bro <laughs> <laughs> you know, Kind of reconnected and then you know, it's like all my kids look like his kids. So it's like, <laughs> hey,
4: Kate, I well, need to, to talk to you. Well, you're like two wines in Pennsylvania that
7: yeah. I know. So it's kind of interesting. Funny. I just
5: found out off air that John and I actually have a mutual friend. My friend George and I went all through college together. We never lived more than 10 feet away from each other. And you guys, you went to high school together. Yeah. And we, George,
7: George has twins. Yeah. So. Yeah.
5: Um, and, uh, and he used to drive you to school. Was it
7: in the White Accord by any chance? The White Accord. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the only man in the world that I know that had an automatic car. <laughs> that could drive it stick. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> drive two and three are not for racing.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
7: That's funny. Wow. Well, cool. Anything else that you're working on charity wise? Oh or? yeah, I got a, a ton. I mean, um the I guess the Big Brothers Club they they approached me. But basically, you know, I have a I have a job interview Monday. Oh, do you? <laughs> oh, <my God>. Really? <laughs> <laughs> for where you want to put in a good word for you, uh, it's my brother's friend's company. It's a sports complex in in, um, in Reading. Yeah, uh, it's called Game Face, and um, I kind of I want to help them out. They have a huge event coming, so basically I want to make their brand global. And I right. know how to do that. I know the right people. I've well, I've done it myself. So yeah. um, I'm trying to just work it all together. I have all these ideas, and I just. My girlfriend says I have to combine them into one <laughs> and, uh, and focus because so, I go everywhere. You do your little, yeah. I, 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 I can a little ADD, right? I'm like, oh yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Like I don't want to sit here anymore. I want to walk around. <laughs> <laughs> the tour's not long enough. I want to put my phone in my head. You Does mentioned, it, you mentioned
1: uh, girlfriend. You've been in a uh, is this a new relationship? Or? Yeah, this is a new
7: relationship. Okay,
1: good. You've you've had we've we've seen what you've been with before, and
4: we
7: yeah. we, we only
4: a, hope you the best this time around.
7: Yeah, she has three kids. So okay. wow. Oh, oh wow. my gosh. Christ, <laughs> That's unbelievable! That's, That's nothing. Right? But I mean, really, it's yeah. To this John, point, yeah. yeah.
1: What the hell? You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. Why, add three more, It doesn't uh, matter. Sure,
7: why not? I'm super
1: domesticated,
7: so I might as well be domesticated.
1: Right. Uh, well, John, I admit, I got to admit, you're a very nice guy. Oh, thank we're, you. We appreciate you, uh, you coming by here today. And if there's uh, something else you want to come in and talk about, let us know. All right, sure, man? no problem. Man. We'll, we'll talk you to, an app. Yeah, I was gonna say we'll talk to you about getting an app yeah. together. Yeah. Probably. yeah. Cool. Uh, cool. All right, John Goslin. Thank you. very Yeah.
11: What's new? Glad you asked. Muse.
7: Disturbed.
3: The Rock and Tours.
11: New music, more of everything that rocks. I'm 93 3
1: WNMR. Speaking of websites, there's one that I go to regularly. It's called fark.com. There's all kinds of uh, great stories, and I get, uh, you know, when, when we NMR. play the, yeah, Exactly. Get Whenever you play that, I probably found it off of a uh, fark or okay. a similar website. And I saw this, and sometimes they'll do surveys. And I thought this was kind of interesting. Uh, someone had posted, I can always get ketchup to come right out of the bottle. What pointless superpowers do you have? And there are other ones uh, that are on this list. This guy says, I always win at whack-a-mole. Casey
5: has a superpower. What is it? Casey's words with friends uh, uh, capability. Yeah, but I, I lose quite a bit, too, so I don't want that to be my superpower. What about Connect
1: Four?
6: Oh.
5: Pretty good. Dude, That's I pretty met good. I met some yeah, some guy good. who was
4: watching you play Connect Four at the uh, at the barbecue. Uh huh. He will "He's so serious," and he's winning all the time. I was like, "Yeah, he is. He's the best player we've ever seen."
1: So, what pointless superpower would you say you have? Here's uh, here we go. This uh, this guy says he posted, "I yawn with a little Chewbacca rumble at the end of it." <laughs> oh, hey, really? Yes. yes. Wow. <laughs> And this one I kind of I somewhat have this uh this superpower myself. It says if something gets knocked off of a shelf, uh dropping soap in the shower, knock over something on the table, I almost always catch it. I have good reactions and reflexes. So your re- your reflex I'm kind of good like that. You know, if I'm reaching for something on on a high shelf and well, it Well you falls, can juggle. Bam, I
4: can usually grab it. I can juggle. But that
1: yep. so we're we're talking something That's more more
4: more during the day, matter of fact. Yeah ability yeah. like up. being able to 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 uh
1: teleport. Here's one that says I can tell you exactly what celebrity you are trying to think of that the person you see looks like.
6: Oh okay.
4: So oh that's, that's good. Superpower. I'm pretty good with I'm I'm good pretty good with determining well is that a superpower though? It's a semi. It's it things. Well,
1: semi superpower. Here, 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 yeah, it says pointless. Catching superpower soap isn't yeah. it either. <laughs> no, it isn't either. But like several people posted that they can always find a good parking spot. I'm good with uh,
4: identifying uh, people by their in, in movies. If I see an actor actress, I can identify them. From other projects, even if they're fairly oh, young yeah. in a career? I
6: would say that's definitely your your superpower. I'm good at that. You're good at that. You're really good at that.
4: What is it? What is he good at?
6: just, just I see it an
4: actor in a movie, and, it, you know, uh, and I can say, okay, he was this dude in that movie. He was
6: also in another movie. He, he can name those obscure movies. I'm good at that,
4: right? During, yeah. And it's, that's what I hang my hat on. Yeah. It's you not know like what? I
5: climb Kilimanjaro or anything. Right. <laughs> I think uh, I can turn dessert into dinner. I think that's a pretty good superpower. I've seen yes. Casey do it all the time. Yeah. He can turn salad into cookies. Yeah. I had um I had dessert for dinner on Sunday night and uh not many people can do that. How's that sleep apnea? <laughs> <laughs> this one says I can pick up a lot of things with my
1: toes. Do
4: you know they used to be we'll able to do pretty good that? What?
1: I used to be able to pick up cans, the rim of a
4: can by holding <laughs> Without using your With, thumb, r- right? Without using my thumb, but okay. I, I don't think I could By do it the anymore. the rim, that's so kind of weird. Yeah, when I was a, when, I, when I was a little kid, I could hold cans huh. lo- that way. I mean, not not women's fun bags. Right. I'm talking
0: about actual cans. Cans. You know which one really impressed me was the girl that could speak backwards instantaneously. Yeah, had, like that's pretty awesome. damn Impressive. Is that a superpower. That's yeah. a, Are you kidding me? Okay,
1: that's insanely powerful. This text message, and I'm paraphrasing, says, I can finish in 15 seconds.
5: Well, I was going to no. say that. I can have sex with a woman without giving them any pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> that
1: is
4: an astonishing ability. Right? Yeah. In 15 seconds. I can make them cry every
5: time, but not
4: because of, of any pain they're experiencing because it was so inadequate.
1: Here, this one, this text says, I always know when it's 11-11. I always know when the time is 11-11. Um, what else You know what?
4: I, I I do not need an alarm clock to wake up and wake up at the exact Really? T- appropriate time, yes. I will wake up at uh, 3.50 every
5: morning. I almost attempted to do that last night. My uh, alarm clock got unplugged. <laughs>
12: you would have I not know.
5: made it. I know. Oh, God. Casey, you, kidding you, me? You, 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 you don't wake
4: what? up if you're being hit with a baseball bat. <laughs> Can we try this tomorrow? Sure. we love all to. not yeah, set an Yeah, alarm. do that. <laughs> Give us a call mid-afternoon and tell us how it went.
6: I would wake up at about 7 o'clock. Would you? Yeah, that's usually the time that even even on the weekends I'll wake up at seven. I'll go back to sleep, but yeah. usually around seven It'd be about is my. Like, I me. can Shit.
4: I can think of a time that I'm supposed to wake up and and get pretty close to it. It's
6: like Kramer did that on Seinfeld. I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people have this, but my brothers don't need a watch to tell time. Oh wow, really? As, yeah, like especially. He's pretty good at. Uh, like when it's sunny out, you know what I mean. Like they can look at the sun where it is yeah. and tell. But my one brother can do it exact. Like he can, you know, he can say it's two fifteen. You know, as opposed to between two and two thirty. Like he, really? Yeah.
1: Interesting. Mm-hmm.
4: That's like you know I'm, you know it was a special a superhero ability. The ability that Menstro had to to uh, that smell yeah. serious. Super ability.
1: But that guy could somehow or another? If we we got a group of women in in the room and he could by their natural scent. The by pheromones. Their, by their
6: natural stank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ta- yeah, by their natural
1: stank. <laughs> yeah. He could he could tell whether or not they were menstrual or not. Your cooter smells like death. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Uh, it someone, must be that time. Yeah, it must be. Would I be inappropriate? Someone texted in and said that their farts always smell like Kit Kats. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs>
5: That's what no, they I, said. I
1: want to try. <laughs> you know what I'm pretty good at? Is telling the age of a child. And I I'm think, pretty good at that? Uh, yeah, I mean, like uh, months uh, of a baby and years of a, a toddler. I'm, I'm pretty All good right. at it. Yeah. You know what's amazing? The ability... You can recall the entire script of Trump. <laughs> It's. I tried to show you one time. <laughs> yeah. You guys were non-believers. Yep.
5: I can... When I'm driving a manual, I can always tell you how fast I'm going. Without really? looking at the odometer. Yeah. Without looking
1: at Just, the odometer? Yeah. <laughs> the well, speedometer. speedometer. Whatever. <laughs> without even looking at the cigarette lighter. What without, if you're on that even sled looking, sled looking at it. How- Here's another pointless... Uh, superpower. This person says they always know where north, south, east, and west are. I'm good yeah. with are that. I'm good with that. I'm good get,
6: with
0: that. Yeah, yeah,
6: I'm pretty good with that, I think.
0: Yeah. <laughs> because I my
4: pancreas is magnetic. Oh,
0: Yeah, so <laughs> I can I can tell. I can get anywhere, anytime. Like, uh, if I've been someplace once, I'll, I'll find it again, no problem. I have a good natural uh, sense of direction. Yeah. My wife has, is is terrible at it. You know, it's innate, too, because I had it when I was three. I, I directed my, my grandmother how to get me from my house when I was in a three-year-old to daycare. And... You know, it's just, if you have it, you have it. and If you don't, you don't.
4: Every day when I go home, I have to go over to the neighbor's house and get my wife because she's (laughs) in the wrong house.
5: That's like my sister in law. She thought her car was stolen at the mall. She just walked out the wrong side of the mall. She walked (laughs) around (laughs) ever and ever and ever. This person
1: says, My superpower is I can lick my elbow. I thought it was physically impossible to lick your elbows. Try it, (laughs) Kath. Come on. Preston, that's not a boob trick. Is that an amputee? Uh, you know what? I didn't yeah. ask that. Nah, she can't. She's she close. Can, can you, you touch to... your elbows that's behind why your I back? I thought I could do that. Wait, well, well, you'd you stick you that tongue out, out yeah. again. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Can you yeah. bleach your own anus? Yes,
6: we've gone over this. My tongue is huge.
5: Let's go over it <laughs> again. Oh you can God. lick your nose. Jesus. Yeah, that's right. You do, have do you a Can you lick big my touch? nose? <laughs> can you touch <laughs> your elbows behind your back? Yeah. Yeah. Try it.
1: Maybe these girls can do it. What? The elbows. Yeah, can you touch your elbows behind your back? What's the other one? Put them together? Can you take your pants off? No, there's, there's
5: one where... You,
6: yeah, there's one in the front.
5: Yeah, where you put,
1: touch your elbows together in the front or something like that. Can well. you cover your eyes
5: with your own balls? I'm pretty good at untying knots. I think that's kind of a... Are you really? Superpower. Yeah. Like various knots? Uh, yeah. Ladies
4: and gentlemen, <laughs>
1: oh, God. we have a special <laughs> guest here today. Commencement
4: at Harvard. Uh, this gentleman can untie knots. <laughs>
5: Thank, Thank you. you. Sit <laughs> down. Sit down. <laughs> Wait. You can un- untie them or tie them. No, untie them. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I, so th- I if you th- like, if your you know, shoelaces are all bound up and you can't get the, I, I'm, I'm pretty good at. How about the, a necklace
6: like a chain? <laughs> I'm
5: pretty good at that too. Yeah. Okay.
6: Yeah. All right.
5: Why do you have can some I knots? Back off? Yeah.
1: Uh.
6: <laughs> no, I wouldn't let my things knot up.
1: Because being able to tie various <laughs> knots is actually kind of impressive. We went we through that in oh, Cub right. Scouts. And there, there are several different kinds of, of knots that you can tie. You know, half hitches and, and things like that. And I learned a few of them. I, I, I forgot them immediately. Uh, the bowline and stuff like that. I thought that's what you were talking about. That's why the best that. dominatrixes
4: are former Girl Scouts. Yeah.
1: But I'm these bad. are pointless superpowers, Preston. Not, not Absolutely. <laughs> pointful. These are pointless superpowers. You can untie any knot.
4: Not any you know, knot. I, I tend to not think of myself as exceptional in any way, so I, I, I don't cat, you know catalog no, the just, things that
1: I'm good at. These are just goofball things that you know that that not many people I can be take bold. a moment to think about. You can
2: be you can. bald.
5: I can
1: I do that well. Do you know any people that are double jointed?
4: that's yes. a
5: that's a
1: fallacy, right? You can't
4: you can't be oh. double. You can you can be flexible. but yeah, you can't be double jointed. T- it's
1: just they they yeah. called it that. Technically, you don't have extra joints. I tell you what was always freaky is the people who could flip their
3: eyelids Ew, over. I oh, I that. can do that. that was I never.
4: You can can do anyone that? Yeah. do that here? Can anyone flip their eyelids? I think we have oh, a full that, studio today. God, God, that that girls, anybody?
5: Oh, oh, I like used to be able to do that. Kid and play, jump over your leg thing. Yeah? Oh yeah, try that. Yeah. No, I can't <laughs> do that anymore. That was oh, I would love
4: to see that now.
1: Hey. This text said that uh, John Belaris's, uh superpower is chiming in at the wrong moment. <laughs> yes, that's right. I used to be good at that. He can kill a conversation. Ugh. Some people have a super talent of winning radio call-in contests. Yes. There are people that are regular winners, and they're just good at
5: it. They're called prize pigs. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. But also, no, that Preston, especially with you, um, people, uh, they know your pantameter and they they well and they're going to call at the end of every break anyway yeah so cuz that's when you tend to usually give away prizes at, at the end of breaks I'll, I'll tell
4: you one thing which is and it's a fact that sometimes the way the phone circuits are or ever plays out certain areas are more prone to generate list uh, winners than other areas wait a minute <laughs> you truth. know what
1: nick do me a favor huh? call this person who says they can do the alphabet backwards in less than 5 seconds okay call him right i want now. i want to hear that call him I've never heard anybody do the alphabet it?
5: successfully in
0: less backwards. than five seconds. Uh, is oh, yeah. that even possible? Let me try. Well, somebody else. I got one that said, um- "Can you do it backwards, Casey?"
5: Yeah, I'm going to mess up just because I'm on the spot now. But you ready? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. One, two, z y x w v u t s r q p o n m k. Oh damn it!
0: Oh, it that was L so K. I
5: I know, but it was lk.
0: Oh. Huh. Son, of- Son of a bitch! You disgrace our show. Yeah. There's. A- I got an email from a woman named Christina, and she said, "I could." Can- I can say all the helping verbs in less than five seconds. Ah, what are the helping? What verbs? What are helping verbs? I don't know. I don't know. Get her, get her on the uh, line.
1: All right, all we'll right. Do that. hang get her on, on
10: a second. On the horn.
1: Let me go. Uh, these are other super pointless superpowers. Hi, Katie. How you doing?
10: Hey, Bartle Dude. Bartle
1: dude. What's going on?
10: I have
13: this weird superpower where I always get a good parking spot at the mall.
1: Always, even I don't, even go around, around Christmas.
13: Even around Christmas, which always amazes me. I don't. I don't drive around looking for one, but I don't always go to the same part of the mall. Okay. But it's always good. I always am am close by. And one of my favorite things to do is to walk back out to my car with my packages like I'm leaving and then put them in. And then go back in the mall.
5: You're just evil. No, you're such an a-hole. Yeah.
1: So that's that's kind of karmic power, Steve. That's that's you're just you're lucky. Yeah. It 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 It, comes along. But I I guess you can be blessed with a special ability. Yeah. Let me go to Megan here. Hey, Megan. Good morning.
10: Uh, What's up, you guys? Rock. Thank you. Thank you. So my boss, she rarely dreams, but if she dreams about fish, she always that means that somebody around us or somebody that we know has gotten pregnant.
2: If
4: your boss dreams about fish, someone around (laughs) you has gotten pregnant.
10: Yeah, like somebody else we work with or somebody else that she knows has gotten pregnant. And it's notorious. Like, I've worked with her since I was 16. I'm 22 now. And she has never missed.
4: Now, does she say that she dreamt of fish after they announced their pregnancy? Nope.
10: Nope. Not at all. She'll come in and she'll say, guys, I had a dream about fish. Huh. And so then we're like, oh, my God, who's pregnant?
1: (laughs) And it's been on spot on every time
10: every single time. Wow. It's
1: crazy. Pretty wild. Let's try Aiden here. Aiden, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good. Are you the one that texted in? Absolutely. You can do the alphabet backwards in 5 seconds. Under 5 seconds. Take Under your, 5 seconds. Take your, uh, Casey's I got a stopwatch. All, right, all right. When Casey says go, Aiden, let's hear it,
5: okay? All right. All right, you ready? Yep. Set. Go.
10: D Y X W U T S Wow <laughs> Good
5: Lord okay. what? Hang on one second. You're gonna though. check for
10: accuracy, aren't um, yeah, you? Yeah,
5: you know, we're gonna do this again. I need to check for accuracy, but by the way, that was uh, about four seconds. That was awesome. That was awesome. All right, you ready? All right You're gonna record I'm, him I'm this. I'm gonna time? record this. All right, All right you ready? Yep. Aiden
10: set. Go. Z Y X W V U T S Okay. I th-
6: I think he's got it.
1: All right, hold on. So that's twenty six letters in four seconds.
6: Wow.
4: That was a lot of drunken nights in college. <laughs> yeah. So, would you ever make money off that? Would you bet people? Uh, no. Everybody knew I could do it. <laughs> All right. Slow if down. you play it backwards, you're if not
1: going to say it. If you play it backwards, yeah, not going to say it. Yeah, that's it. That sounded like it to me. Can you do it forwards in less than five seconds? I have no idea, to be honest No, 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 I'm not talking to you. Shut up. <laughs>
8: <laughs> Hold on. Hey. No. I can't, can't decipher that. that. He got it.
4: Yeah.
5: Good job, Aiden! <laughs> yeah!
4: It's just too much work to prove that you didn't get yeah. it whatever. Right.
1: Exactly. <laughs> you did it! Uh, let's see. I, I want the word. helping verbs. I want to yeah, find out what those yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what those are. Um, they are. Oh, here we go. Paula can do all the prepositions. My wife can do this. By the way, okay, ah, she knows all awesome the prepositions. Sir. Great. Okay. Yep. All right. You ready? Okay. Set. Go.
13: About across among around at behind below beside between by down during 4 from in inside into near on over to under up with.
1: Not bad. Damn. Yeah. Damn, yeah. girl. Damn, you
2: seconds. are good.
1: That's a superpower. That's
4: some talent. <laughs> that's
2: right. You're Five all
13: seconds. up
4: in that language, S. Thank that's, you.
13: That's us Glenside people.
2: Ah. Oh, oh, yeah.
4: The home of prepositions. Go Glenside. <laughs> Thank you. Very nice. Paula. That right. is a sort of a,
0: a cool ability. Yeah. There's no real way to check if she's done it, you know? I and mean, we're not going to, no. I guess. Well,
4: honestly, uh, that would require a no, additional it. work. It seemed to be correct.
0: Yeah. There was a song I think that uh, yeah. yeah it was like when Eden Shared did the um, all the uh, periodic table elements that was impressive that was too. awesome she I'd buzzed so through.
1: so many people emailed and said something to me about the, how impressed they were with she's that. astonishing yeah that was very but cool. she's she's a professional actress yeah she is absolutely uh, hang on a second Craig are you there sir
13: <laughs> you got me
1: how you doing man
13: I'm fine uh, Steve and I share the same superpower of uh, useless knowledge about Celebrities and TV.
2: Yeah.
13: Uh, uh, thanks to my knowledge of TV, I can remember lines of dialogue, complete lines of dialogue from only seeing it once. Okay.
1: Really? From yeah. seeing it one time.
4: Yeah. What would you say your your, your strong period of, of television would be? Because maybe we can throw something at you and see if you can do it.
1: Uh, any uh,
13: 70s
4: uh, sitcoms. All right. Uh, pretty much happy days. Oh, 70s sitcoms? Yeah. All right. Can you remember the, the dialogue that first occurred the first time Uh, Fonzie was on Happy Days the first time you saw him?
13: Uh, Yeah, he was wearing a blue jacket um, and he said, Bull makes the world go round. Bull makes the world go round? Yeah, bull makes the world go round. He was trying to say bull ass, but he couldn't say it back then. And he had to go right on the bathroom wall.
4: Yeah, and, I, I yeah. think I, that wow. sounds about right because he didn't speak a lot in the beginning. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah, no, no, yeah. yeah. I remember he, the whole. And, I, yeah, and I
13: remember the whole episode from Richie fights back because I was bullied, so I could do that whole dialogue left and right when they try to make Richie into a ping pong. I mean, a pinball machine.
2: Right,
1: and finally so oh, comes that's, over that's right. and says, "Hey, you, and he, he makes you, some, you make the noise. Go ahead." Yeah,
13: he goes, ping oh, pong, ping pong, ping pong. And then finally comes over and he goes, hey, whoa, whoa, you hold your ping. Now, what we have here is a case of mistaken identity. See, now, this here, points to Richie, is a human being. And this, at closer look, he grabs. Jeff Conaway yeah. pulls them on again. It's a pinball machine, and how does it go? A bing bong, bing bong. Yeah, yeah. You think you got it now? You think you got it? It was just a common mistake. Finally, it can happen to anybody. Can we go now? Oh yeah. I think you learned enough for one day. We don't want, want to overload your brains. All right. Yeah. Hey, Frank. Why don't you run? Nice.
1: I remember that nice. sequence. Yes. Good, Craig. Uncanny. You, know, Eddie, you got me beat on that. I'm, I'm going to put Craig on the spot because I just want to hear this because yeah. he did this for us one time and it was so funny uh, in the jerk when he oh, explains yes. <laughs> how many days it actually felt like being with Bernadette Peters.
13: Uh, pretty um you look so peaceful. You almost look dead.
1: She's asleep. Being right? this, yeah. 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 I know
13: it's only been 8 weeks and 6 days but being with you it feels like 9 weeks and 5 days. The first day felt like a week. Second day felt like 6 days. Third day felt like 2 weeks fourth day felt like a week and a half and the fifth day you went to visit your mom so that just felt like a day but on the sixth day and the seventh when you came back it started seeming like three days and on the seventh day it felt like the first day going into the fifth and the seventh day felt like two weeks i got this written down somewhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love that. That's, that's a great. one of my favorite sequences. All right, well, that's your superpower, man. Thanks I, for sharing. Yeah,
13: I can also moderately entertain black and white people at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> not bad. Good that's, job. that's a
1: good talent. More Thanks, Ben. Asians. You know what I did yesterday? I ran through it mentally. I ran through, son, we live in a world with walls, and those walls have to be guarded by men's with guns. Who's going to do it? You, Lieutenant Weinberg? And you can still do that? I can still do the <laughs> yeah, whole thing. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, men's I with it. guns? Right, so shut get... up. <laughs> Go get on your sled right now. you us. understand.
4: You got to be it by men's with guns. And, it's, it's, and they look good, those men. their outfits looking all nice, and their buttocks is just, you know, sticking out there, all men's. Men's. All defending us and everything down there in Cuba. Guns. Men's.
1: All right, here's the helping look Looking girls. so wonderful. Let's stop on the men's. men's. We're going yeah. to Christina. <laughs> See Casey, I have phones. I can, I can.
5: Uh,
8: I don't have that. I can distract everybody from my, my but F-ups. I
5: Did find out a couple of months ago that if I just say the f word after my mess ups, don't yes, do that. Anymore. We're not going to do that. Anymore. I'm not going to yeah. do that.
1: Christina. Yes. Hello. Hello. So uh, this is your superpower. You can do all the helping verbs in three seconds. Yes, I can. All right. Let's hear them. Ready? Um, yep. Set? Go. Wow, well, I didn't. Four seconds. Understand now, I don't think she got to them all because I see May, Might, Must. She, that, those were
6: the last ones she said. Oh,
1: May, Might, yeah, Must. Be, Being, Been. Am, Are, Is, Was, Were. Do, Does, Did. Should, Could, Would. Have, Had, Has. Will, Can, Shall. Can
5: you read those in less than five seconds? Is there uh, some of the uh, uh, uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know just improv that you have been known, to, uh, been come to known as? You know what? I'm not a I'm not a fast uh, reading copy. Right, I, I can't do it. I never have been a fast reader. I, I, it's hard to do. Man. I used to rock at that stuff because yeah. I was
4: I would do a lot of commercial production and imaging production, and and so you'd have to get the, that stuff out in super quick. Uh, order, and uh, I don't think I have that uh, ability nah, anymore. Even
0: when I was doing it, I, I, I couldn't do it. I'll tell you what you can do, though, better than anybody maybe I've ever seen, is just pick up copy and do it, like, if you've never read it before, and make yeah. it sound like
1: you, you know what, what you're what yeah. really That is a say. superpower yeah. of mine. Yeah. You're right. Sometimes they'll they'll hand me a piece of uh, of uh, commercial copy, and you sound like a pro. And I have not had a chance to. Observe. Are you going to give me fresh yeah. copy? Ready? Oh. On your mark,
5: we're
6: okay. giving away his
5: secret. Okay. No, 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 no. Give me a music bed. I'll give you a music bed. And
1: and sixty seconds. Sixty seconds. Because generally commercials have to last sixty seconds. And I'll you know, even start dude, the bed
5: for whoever you. whoever this
1: client is. This is a free spot. It's
4: free spot. It, it, okay. What, dad, no, you're
1: dad. absolutely fine. Right, Here, so. I'll remind you. Ball sex are yummy. Uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> you're right. So you're Finn. right. Okay.
4: Yes, this is for your vagina, Preston. Are Thank you me. ready? Yeah. I have bristly hair around my genitalia. <laughs>
7: <laughs> <laughs> it's a
4: problem most women have at some point or another.
1: <laughs>
4: what? They call me Old Brillo JJ
1: Bristly hair. <laughs> We have to like an this. elephant, you know. I got to do this now? And then we got a break for commercial. Okay, track. all okay. right. Uh, I'm going to take a moment and talk to my uh, our friends at Classic, Classic Harley-Davidson. Uh, they're selling new and pre-owned Harley-Davidson motorcycles, and they're in leaseport near Reading, so nearby. Financing, insurance, extended service plans available for any bike purchase at all. Listen, it's general, motor parts and accessories, motor clothes, uh, home accessories. Service department has seven technicians at either expert or master level. So whatever you, they, you need, they're going to get for you. And they have an in-house... Dino... dino Now... dino Keep going. Keep going.
2: dino That
1: measures the power, and they have a motorcycle safety program, so if you're new to uh, motorcycling, you definitely want to get in on that and learn the ropes. You can check it out at PAMSP.com, and before taking the class, you need to get a motorcycle per- permit from PennDOT, and then you register online for the course. Uh, Classic Harley Davidson offers this course at their dealerships. Just visit ClassicHarley.com for details. You can call them as well. It's... 610 916 7777 or visit ClassicHarley.com to learn more. That's 60 seconds. there you go. There you go. Nice. Thank you very much. Now, what did I say? It. You donked well, that. Wait. Let me see that. Yeah, case. you did donk it. I'll tell you something. You made a lot of men's proud. Dino <laughs> momometer.
6: Dino-mo- Dino momometer. Mo- Dino
1: momometer. It's <laughs> D-Y-N-O-M-O meter. Dino
5: mometer. Dino dynamometer. Dino mometer. Dino All right, got to take a break.
8: WMR WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com You'll figure it out from there
4: Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com
8: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast
2: now, Desire. WMMR
1: presents Desire. Preston and Steve's Desire. Bizarre File. All right, so a hitchhiker who says that he's writing a memoir called Kindness in America and claimed that he was a victim of a drive-by shooting in Montana admits he actually shot himself. What? Ray dope of uh, Julian, West Virginia.
10: Oh, I'm so...
1: Admitted Thursday night that his earlier claim was false. No charges were immediately filed against Dolan, but the case remains under investigation. He was just trying to scare up some uh, publicity for yeah. the book, right? Yeah, he had claimed a man in a maroon pickup pulled over and shot him in the arm while he you was hit um, along U.S. Highway Two west of Glasgow, Montana. Authorities the arrested. A- idiot.
2: The idiot,
1: they arrested a 52 year old man and charged him with felony assault. So, so they had some dude. They, they did, yeah. Who apparently was driving a maroon uh, truck. Right? And, but they've dropped. Yeah, exactly. So they have dropped the charges, and this guy admitted that he shot himself. A a Texas teacher won't be returning to her suburban San Antonio school next year after she ordered up to 24 kindergarten students to line up and hit a classmate who was accused of being a bully. The teacher is accused of orchestrating. So the school doesn't sanction group no. beatings. No. <laughs> the teacher is accused of orchestrating the incident after a younger colleague at Salinas Elementary School asked her advice on how to discipline the six year old accused of bully.
4: I know, let's all line up and beat the crap out of him.
1: According to the police report, the teacher told the students hit him and hit him harder. In the face. And that the teacher who originally sought advice only intervened after one of the children hit the boy hard on his upper back. Uh, the report also said some of the children didn't want to hit the boy, but did so because they were afraid not to. How could she possibly think uh, this wouldn't impact her job? Every now and then, I, I mean, somebody come on. is an idiot. Uh, Amy Neely and the mother is the mother of the accused bully and said that her son isn't a problem child and that this was the first she'd heard of teachers having problems with him. So obviously, that ain't good. Uh, I'm going to punch you in the ovary. (laughs)
3: I'm going to punch you in
10: the ovary. Uh,
1: Police Sergeant James (laughs) Griffith. Perhaps if you could actually
4: see the soundboard, you'd push the camera.
1: You have camouflage over your face. Uh, Police Sergeant James Griffith experienced a first in his career when two cows died after falling off of Route 222 from the old Lancaster Pike overpass near Googlersville. 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 Yeah, ah! so sure, it looks like. Or Galgley's
0: Galgley's
8: really-
1: uh Griffith said one cow died on impact while the other was hit by a tractor trailer. The cows belong to a herd of fourteen that escaped from a farm. Uh, he was on the scene with the cows trying to find an owner while he was farther up take that thing off your head. Yeah. You're hitting the wrong buttons.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> while he was further up the highway. Something spooked the cows, sending them uh, barreling toward the end of the wall. Now, Griffith Could it be, said be the lightning we heard? It might have been. That?
5: Yes. yeah, That was ahead of the game.
1: Griffith said that once the first of the cows got to the edge and saw the 20- to 30-foot drop, they stopped. However, the other cows rammed into their backs, and the momentum created a domino Ooh, effect, whoa, whoa, whoa. bumping two cows off the edge and onto the highway. One of the cows landed on the highway, got up and started running, only to collide with the front passenger side of a tractor trailer, and that truck had to be towed out of there. A federal magistrate judge recommended a motorist lawsuit against the city of Columbus, Ohio, should be thrown out earlier this year. The city impounded a 2002 Saturn SC2 belonging to Michelle Mathis after she was hospitalized from a traffic accident. When she Mathis was hit by a cow. No, listen to this. When Mathis was released, she had no way to get the car back. Now, her case was not helped by her handwritten demand to the court... For five hundred billion dollars in
4: damages, uh, we're going to consider this request for five hundred billion dollars.
1: <laughs> Mathis believes the city sold her car and holds Just a grudge against need to against get that notarized, and then we'll issue
4: your check for five hundred billion dollars. Uh, she she <laughs> insisted. I'm saying on the paperwork here, you got that? Yeah, you got a, fo- a photo ID. All right, uh, we'll cut that check and send it
1: out to you uh, for five
4: hundred billion dollars.
1: She insisted <laughs> the la- the lack. She of- buy another Saturn with that. The lack of uh, notice represented a violation of her due process rights. Now, Wednesday's the day we issue the billion dollars and above checks. But the federal official test to investigate (laughs) the claim for the court was not impressed. It's amazing that people have such a, you know, a lack
4: of of knowledge about what constitutes a viable settlement.
1: Uh, the judge maintained that there was no constitutional problem implicated by a city refusing to return a car as long as it was seized for a legitimate reason. Uh, the judge also recommended dismissal because no pattern of misconduct had been established. And we'll wrap it up right there. That is what I have in the B file for you today.
0: What's new? Glad you asked. Rival
1: sons.
8: smacked.
10: you got some your pocket,
1: but it New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3
12: WMMR.
1: Our next guest, and I love this stuff. Uh You've seen him all over uh several different channels. Nat Geo. Yeah. Sci-Fi. History Channel. History, yeah. Uh, Stuff flat, and um, he's a uh, writer, television presenter, and a prophet of the idea that aliens interacted with ancient humans. This is our favorite version of this song, by the (laughs) way. Uh, Please welcome Giorgio Sukalos to the show this morning.
11: Thank you very much. Good morning, here.
1: Giorgio. How are you? Good morning. Very well. I have to tell you, and I was telling you
4: just before we, we started, is that I have seen you constantly because I watch all those channels, History, Nat Geo, and you're on all the time. You're the go-to dude when it has to do with alien intervention. And uh, years ago, I there was a book that was huge, Chari- uh, Chariots of the, of the Gods. Yes. Eric Von Daniken. right? Yes. And, and this was a, a revolution. I bought into... I'm one of these guys that's on the fence. I would love for it to be the case. I find it very intriguing. And then, you you know, and then I kind of become skeptical. And then you hear something that sort of reinvigorates your belief. How did you get into this? And how, where do you, you know, where does all this philosophy of yours generate from?
11: Well, to be honest with you, I, too, am on the fence still whenever I see new pieces of evidence. Right. Because I'm not just one guy who says this is how it is and period. Right. That's only the meme of me that, you know, says that. Sure. However, you know, to me, it has to be tangible. It has to be physical. And I have to go out there and see these things for myself myself in order to say, yep, this is definitely something that I would consider proof or evidence and something not. That's a bit too far-fetched. So even to me, there are certain things... They're too far-fetched, but I had the great privilege of traveling around the world as a kid, and I was introduced to these topics at a very young age. And here we are. I mean, did you
4: did you go see the things as depicted in in uh, uh, *Chariots of the Gods*? These large etchings. I guess the premise being that things of that uh, that size could not have been orchestrated on on the ground level. That they had to have some sort of Yes. Uh, 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 you know, angle from up high.
11: Right. What you're referring to, for example, are the Nazca lines. And right. F- it's a fact that you can only see them from the air. Yeah. And so the idea is, well, for what? Why? Because the ancient, uh, the Nazcans didn't have any hot air balloons and things like that. Sure. With which to have seen the, you know, the ground. So the question is, why was any of this done? And, you know, the great misconception is that the ancient alien theory suggests that everything, all the ancient monuments were built by aliens. Right. And that's not necessarily true. Of course, all the ancient monuments were built by humans with humans, you know, sweat and blood. Yeah. However, all the ancient texts are saying the same thing, that these feats were accomplished with the assistance from above.
4: You see things and, and you make a strong case. I've seen it time and time again that there is um, that they do refer to things where uh, perhaps then I'd say Zontar came over to me and said you know just flew in from Jupiter can I give a hand Uh, but, but but, but there is stuff to suggest that wherever they're looking for whether it be they're talking about a deity or they're talking about A godlike presence, that's what you're saying.
11: Exactly, and by godlike presence, you know, our listeners have to understand that we're not talking about God, all capital G's, uh, G-O-D, but what we're talking about is that our ancestors were visited by flesh and blood extraterrestrials whom they misperceived to be divine or spiritual. And they never really were. Our ancestors simply didn't understand the technological aspects, not because they were intellectually primitive, but because they were technologically primitive. And Arthur C. Clarke, he really said it best. He summed up the ancient alien theory wonderfully by suggesting any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable, from magic right and that is the exact description or conclusion of the ancient alien theory
4: now 2001 it was just abso- pro- probably my favorite movie of all time it is is and that that posits the notion that um it, and there's been this inexplicable jump in intelligence in man's history where, where about does that occur when we suddenly take and even the scientists and uh, you know are are Don't quite know how it happened, but we appear to have a huge leap in intellect uh, that happened along our timeline. About when does that happen?
11: Well, you know, we've been around for about, you know, 250,000 years. And we've coexisted with Neanderthal and all those other human ancestors. But in those 250,000 years, for about 200,000 years... Our brain development or our brain volume was the same. And then all of a sudden, our brain development tripled in volume and we, quote unquote, became intelligent. Right. And still today, geneticists, archaeologists, anthropologists, we're all wondering What was it that all of a sudden gave us this – the light switch essentially turned on, this big bang of intelligence and knowledge? And according to the ancient alien theory, that is when there was a a deliberate mutation of our genes, which was implemented by extraterrestrials, and that they then – essentially jump-started human civilization and that's what
4: 2001 depicts at least in in, in the movie the monolith the primitive man touches the monolith and is infused now with this new knowledge learns how to kill and and make tools weapons and we're off and and running
11: that whole thing happened worldwide see sometimes people are saying oh you're only suggesting that this stuff happened in south america or in africa and that's not necessarily the case the ancient alien theory suggests That every single ancient culture, whether it was in Europe or even in Scandinavia or China, Asia, that all those cultures, the very original cultures, all were visited and jump-started. You know what what fascinates
4: me, too, and and people are, you know, listen, we don't know everything. I, I try to keep my mind open as far as this stuff goes, but when somebody like Stephen Hawking says that he wasn't comfortable with the information that was placed on, I guess, on, on the Voyager. Yes. Because he felt if that information got out, and he, this is a certainly a brilliant man, said he was worried that we were basically tipping our hands to other forces in the universe. In other words, you might, you, you know, don't wish for something, you might get it.
11: Absolutely. And I thought that was fascinating, too, insofar that I respectfully disagreed with the guy because he essentially likened the whole idea to when the conquistadors arrived on the shores of Central and South America and essentially decimated that population. And he has suggested that if aliens were to find out that, you know, intelligent life exists, well, that's debatable here on Earth, Um, then, you know, it would essentially mean that when they come here, they would completely annihilate us. And I would have to disagree with that because of two things. One, the conquistadors were human beings. So they were from our own race, number one. And number two, according to the ancient alien theory, aliens have had a crucial – um a crucial part in our evolutionary development. Right. And so you don't go there and kill your offspring after so and so many thousands of years. Or you hope not. You would hope not, <laughs> yeah. <that>. of course <laughs> not, right. yes. yes. I mean, that's, of course, the idea.
4: But now you take somebody like uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson uh, who talks about for, for our exploration of space – that it it's it's virtually absolutely impossible to because of the expanse of space to cover the to, to get to another you know planets out where there might be life it's just something beyond the, the scope of imagination and you hear about things well we'll never travel at the speed of light and then about a month and a half ago they did something they were able to generate something that traveled particles particles yeah. at, the, at the near speed of light mm-hmm. so there, there is. There's always this possibility. How do you believe if they came here? Did they? I mean, I, I know I'm, this is hard to ask you a question. You have no idea, but
11: theoretically, how would they have gotten here? And, and thank you for yeah. saying that. I have no idea yeah, because yeah. that's absolutely correct. To suggest that you know we would even begin to comprehend right. how this would be possible, all I would have to say to that is. Just because we can't do right. it right now doesn't mean another civilization, who's potentially a hundred thousand years older than us, that they can't do it either. I mean, we are in technology's infancy. We're babies compared to other civilizations that are, you know, potentially hundreds of thousands of years St- older.
4: So statistically, the odds exactly. are that there are. I mean, you have to open up your mind to everything. I think I was reading a. Um some article it said the amount of of possible knowable knowledge in the universe we know maybe one point two percent of the knowable knowledge, and
11: which is leaves a lot of room for yes, it's possible. Right, and the thing is, you know, nobody denies the fact that the distances between the stars are indeed vast. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Neil deGrasse Tyson. Right. We appeared on, on on a couple of shows together, and so I find truly fascinating. But the bottom line is. That, you know, it's the height of human arrogance when we essentially uh, tell ourselves, well, we can't do this, meaning – and that automatically means that somebody else can't do it either. And that to me is like, you know, very limited because, you know, who are we? We We're a very young civilization and we are most certainly not – the pinnacle of creation,
5: yeah, and I think you have to be careful, and you are careful with how you approach this and the the language that you use when trying to explain your theories, because there are a lot of people out there that will, that will call you a crackpot that will attack you sure. for having certain beliefs, you know, and and I, the hypocritical nature of you know of, of how we are it's, is it's you know what we like, do yeah yeah you know what I mean like I I, I go to a Catholic church so um you know t- so to in in just think that you're a psychopath, you know, by, by, you know, it, there, just, it but, but there, makes there, me a hypocrite. Well, and the, like, and, 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 you, and you'll often get, just shut it off. Like, Oh, this guy's a psycho, you know, he doesn't know what he's talking about, aliens, whatever. Oh, he, sure. He, you know what
11: I mean? No, absolutely. And, and the thing is that, you know, what, what a lot of people don't realize is that if you subscribe to this whole extraterrestrial question, mm-hmm. you don't have to renounce God at all, for example, or right. you don't have to stop going to church, in my opinion. If extraterrestrials exist, of which I am personally convinced of, then in that makes creation just more magnificent than what we're being told, because that means that we're not the only ones out there. And to be honest with you, if we truly were... The only ones out there. That to me would be an insult in the face of creation, because that means that God couldn't have done any better than us, because right now <laughs> yeah. we're not doing that well. <laughs> no,
2: yeah, yeah. Did you do approach
6: the way, it. I'm sorry, he does approach it the right way, though. You said if if they do exist, which you believe they do, but you're not pushing it on no, other right,
11: people no, no, to say this if, is what right. you have to believe. If somebody, you know, listens, to, and I'm totally aware of this. You know, with the hair and all this stuff, and <laughs> the hair is you know, a winner,
4: I'll, man. That's, that's why I you know, started watching. So, yeah. you know,
11: but if it starts a conversation, and if I can talk about you know my aliens is because of the hair i mean you know it's it's, i think it's fantastic and the and the thing is that i will never say to anyone this is how it is i'll give you my facts and then i want you to go home and check it all out for yourself and if you see it great if not i cannot help you and that's okay
1: this is a (laughs) a very important point to make and and very significant but um Kathy actually just commented on this uh, discussion. Yeah. And that was very yes. wow. she was, I am impressed. She normally checks out completely, Giorgio. Wow. And I but I to, did
6: like the way you approached it. That's I why. I wanted
1: to remind uh, everybody who we're talking to, uh, Nobody Giorgio. Nobody can see
11: this, but I'm blushing so <laughs> hard right
1: now. Giorgio Sokalos, and uh, if, if you don't know the name, you may know the appearance, and you had mentioned your hair. Giorgio has very kind of... Uh, Albert Einsteinish hair, although not white, but very uh, not, wild. not
11: right now though with the microphone. I mean, with the <laughs> oh, yeah, on yeah, yeah. down on me, yeah. blasphemy, blasphemy. A lot
1: of people are texting in and asking how high your hair is today. It's not as high as it's as it has been because of the headphones, right? <laughs> Still exactly. a bit spastic. Well, Giorgio, I love the uh, the research that's been done into, and you had mentioned the lines that are, that are viewable from uh, from high up at a high altitude. Uh, there are a number of other things. I've watched some videos of yours of, of uh, uh, hieroglyphics, and I know that the The Aztecs have had some things, and and there was a. I've seen from Chariots of the Gods, which is great, like a a battery that was made, and I think Mm -hmm. it was in Iraq. uh, um, Is there one that stands out, one piece of evidence here on Earth that kind of stands out above the others to you as uh, what convinced you? Absolutely.
11: I mean, to me, there is a smoking gun. And it's this ancient archaeological site in the highlands of Bolivia called Puma Punku. And it's right next to a site called Tiwanaku, which is world famous. It's a, a world heritage site. And the stone blocks that we can find at Puma Punku, they are absolutely huge. Some of them weigh up to 120 metric tons.
4: Are these the ones that are that are
11: perfectly cut? Yes. And they have no glyphs on them. No carvings of any type of uh, faces or flowers or anything you know that's ornamental. The entire site is completely anonymous, and it looks as if each one of these blocks had something to do with technology, mm-hmm. because it's not something where you where you would say, okay, obviously this had something to do with a ritual, right, or w- with a temple or something like that. But it's just there. Where Tionaku, which is only two hundred and fifty yards away, you've got thousands of glyphs hundreds of faces, and the bottom line is that the glyphs that have been translated say that this site exists only because of what happened at Pumapunku 28,000 years ago. And you know, it, yeah. and, and and here we are. Modern day archaeologists are saying, "Oh, those people didn't know what they were carving, uh, so they were just confused." And I think that's an insult in the face of our
0: ancestors. It was uh, pretty flattering. They they sort of lampooned you on um, South Park. And I <laughs> if anybody gets to be lampooned by South Park, that's that means you're making an impact somewhere. And the entire
11: Ancient Aliens office congregated, and we watched the whole thing together. We had a blast. We were laughing about it. And, you know, it, it, it was absolutely great. I mean, it was a fantastic honor to be included in South Park, for, of all things, <laughs> you know, and pe- because people are like, oh, did that upset you? You know, they, went, they made fun of you. And I'm like... Yes. Have you hung out with me lately?
0: <laughs> I mean, it's all about a good time. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just happen to dabble in aliens. I, I mean, think that, um, you know, th- those guys are great because they make fun of everybody equally, you know. And, exactly. and so and if they do it for you, it's probably just because they no, noticed. And
11: if, you, and if you look at it, the way they did it, yes, it was a spoof. But in the end, if you – I challenge anyone to rewatch it. The South Park people, and I know this from third sources – are on our side. <laughs> I was very smartly done, yeah. and you know everybody
0: thinks that. By the way, quite
5: amazing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they always think that you're on their well, side. you know,
11: hey, that's you know we all live in our own little world. So.
5: <laughs> uh, I'm not asking this question to discredit you at all, but uh, hallucinogens, any background in that, and uh, what are your thoughts on like shared visions? Um, I You know, shared visions,
11: I'm not quite sure. All I can tell you is that, you know, I'm pretty much of a nuts and bolts kind of guy. So Mm -hmm. shared visions or channeling or receiving information from an astral plane and stuff like that, that's never really happened to me. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, when people mention that kind of stuff or, you know, like Edgar Cayce, you know, he made predictions and stuff like that. Now, again, personally, I'm not into that, Mm -hmm. but... You never know. I mean, never say never, because I always thought that science was all about exploration and asking questions. And it seems like today that whoever is in charge of the universities, they discourage asking un- uncomfortable questions. And they say, you know, we have to remain within the paradigm. Right. And to, to me, that's not really scientific because, you know, it's. it's-
4: you know it's funny though it, it, when you get different groups together. I've seen shows where this has happened. Where you get one, called, the Bermuda Triangle people will look at the Sasquatch people and go, "Those guys are jerks." offs <laughs> yeah. You know. So so every, everyone has their and, thing. And you we're know? all
11: in this together. Right. right yeah. That's the thing that you know. I would never say you know some some modern day UFO researchers that they're not doing a, a, a formidable job because they truly are. And so I think that with everything we should always work together instead of having you know these these clicks and stuff like. Yeah. Like that, Oh, yeah. What you do is great. And what you do is nonsense. I mean, <laughs> right. you know, I mean, there's always stuff like that where you disagree with someone that somebody else does. But in the end, it's all about the same goal. And the question is, you know, were we visited? And, uh, you know, the answer, in my opinion, is yes. Um,
1: hallucinogens. <laughs>
11: Who hasn't done it? <laughs> 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 All
2: right,
1: how about uh, Mayan calendar? A lot, of, a lot of talk about Mayan calendar. Uh, does that play a role in ancient uh, uh, astronauts, ancient. Uh, well,
11: it. it, it it plays in so far that uh, you know, of course, we're in the year 2012 right now, and everybody is flipping out about the 21st of December. And all I have to tell you is that absolutely nothing will happen. <laughs> the, the greatest concern we should all have is the massive hangover we'll have on the 22nd yeah. of December, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the right. day after. Because see, the Maya never predicted that it's the end of the world. They never said that it'll be Judgment Day or 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 you know, complete destruction. But essentially, it's the end of a calendar period. Okay. And after every calendar period that we have each year, 365 days, well, what happens on the next day? It's another calendar. A new calendar begins. Now, the big significance about the end of this calendar period with the Maya is that it essentially, a year of or, or a cycle of precession ends. And that's pretty significant because a cycle of precession lasts uh, lasts for 25,600 years. And we just happen to be at the end of this. And precession means that the earth has an axis and this axis is in a wobble. And it takes 26,000 or 25,600 years for that axis to return to its original position. Okay, And that's what we're experiencing. How do they know that? Yeah. Well, now... Uh, Archaeologists will say that they came up with this by themselves, but the Mayans themselves are very clear in stating that they received this knowledge from elsewhere. And what we do is we look the other way and say that the fact that they are themselves saying they received this knowledge... That is just some way that they made uh, sense of nature, Okay, that they didn't know what they were talking about when they said they received the knowledge. Would
4: there be any way to glean that information from celestial patterns or anything of that nature?
11: Well, of course. That's how we've done this today. But how do you explain the fact that the ancient Hindus knew knew the same thing and uh, the Dogon in Africa also knew the same thing? And we know that uh, the the Hindus, or especially the Dogon, did not have high-powered telescopes in yeah. order to determine this. I mean, if you were to say that uh, you know they had access to the Hubble telescope, fine, okay, yeah. sure, but they didn't. So you know, because you can't gather that from just staring at the sky.
1: Interesting. All right. I know we got to wrap it up with Giorgio here in just a second. Um, do you think? That we will uh, are there other really big clues that we have yet to discover somewhere on the planet is,
4: is there is there a holy grail that
1: everyone's looking for? you think there's something mm. out there maybe buried or in the ocean or
11: well personally, I think there's one place that I really would like to get to, and that's a little island in Canada off of Nova Scotia called Oak Island in mahoney Bay and uh there it's called the the money pit. And the reason why it's called the money pit, I know about this. See, I've read. Yeah, there you go.
1: I'm one of my weird Wikipedia Wikipedia searches. What is it about the money pit?
11: It's this, it's this place where uh, treasure hunters for almost, almost two centuries now have been trying to get to the bottom of this place because there's some treasure buried there. And, uh, you know, Millions and millions of dollars and, and dozens of lives have been lost, and nobody has gotten to the bottom yet because yeah. of an ingenious flooding system. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we think that potentially, maybe, maybe, I mean, this is something, you know, uh, com- complete speculation that a, uh, a maybe a an extraterrestrial artifact is buried at the very bottom and they don't they just didn't yeah. want us to get there. They
1: found a marker of some sort that that alluded to something was buried in this area and people started digging and as they the deeper down they dug the more structures they found that had to have been man-made. And yes. they kept going. They went so deep that it was it would have been impossible for someone uh, at the uh, time, at the time to go down that deep and put these structures, these uh, like logs and so forth that were laid in a specific way to where they didn't you know,
11: fall and, that way naturally. And what's it's even more pretty, fascinating, is, yeah. is is that uh, it there, there is an, a radioactive source at the very bottom.
5: Really, really, yes. and so really? that, Holy that, that yeah, is you know it, it's,
11: it sounds like a super comic. Uh, yeah, yeah.
5: <laughs> well, I had this theory that uh, that when we try and split an atom and and the uh, The atom explodes, and we have the atomic bomb uh, that that is actually a um, a defense mechanism. So when you try and get a, you know any uh, what's the word I'm looking for closer if any any closer to the atom that the I, I, atom, I'm very Oh right uh-huh. explodes so so we won't be able to find out. Okay, you know what I'm saying we, Not we talk, quite. we've talked about this. Yeah, in the well, year, but, but, I, but would, I
11: hear what you're saying. You would basically have to uh, create an, an artificial moat around the entire island, and doesn't I don't know how far out, and then pump out the entire water, so that uh, if you try to to dig there, you know, depending on how far these these shafts go into the ocean mm-hmm. or into the Atlantic. You know, I mean, it's it's absolutely ingenious. And people have said, oh, it's, a, it's pirate treasure. But pirates were always known to bury something quickly and then, you know, to, to unbury it very quickly so they could have quick, quick access to it. Yeah. And this is not the case. So that, to me, is another great mystery. Now, hmm. if it turns out that there's absolutely nothing extraterrestrial uh, about this thing. It's still amazing. So it's a yeah. great yeah. mystery. So, you know. It doesn't always have to be aliens. Right? Sure, so no. It's all right. I think
1: they they bailed on on uh, the excavation of that a while back, right? Maybe back in the 60s or did well, they come back? Well, they, and-
11: there 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 there's new stuff going on all the time. Unfortunately, there's only so uh, uh, so many months per year where you know ordinary tourists can go and visit, but the place now I think has changed Twelve times from one mining company to the next, and the last time I heard something that uh, some uh, uh, mining or drilling was going on was in two thousand and five. Oh again, no, kidding! By by a private mining company. Okay, but millions of dollars have been just—that's why they call it the money pit. I have to research um, this. Yeah.
1: This sounds fascinating. Yeah. It's cool. yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, Giorgio's got all kinds of great stuff to to tell you about. Anything uh, coming up on television that we'll see you on in the near future? We
11: were just approved for season five of Ancient Aliens. We're currently in the middle of season four. We've got about five more episodes to go, and those will actually uh, air starting in uh, August. Okay. It's a bit of a hiatus, uh, summer break, but uh, you well, know, season four is still going on, so don't fret I'm H2. Your face is actually burned into my
4: TV. You're on so goddamn much. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I see the picture all the time.
11: Awesome. Giorgio, great to meet you. Thanks for coming by. Thank you, and it's always great to talk to an educated audience. You guys oh, are awesome. You. Uh, thank you very we much. We're
1: the guys that were making a salad with a lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's
11: nothing wrong with having a good time.
1: That's, that's right, exactly. I, that's what
11: it's all about. About Giorgio Sucalos game. Yeah.
4: The President, President Steve Show podcast.
9: Wait, turn up the sound.
4: No, 93.3 no. WMMR. No, Everything that rocks.
1: Real quick, I want to congratulate uh, my neighbors, John and Jen Meyer. Uh, they had a baby girl yesterday. Oh, yeah. Elizabeth Grace Meyer. Yes. She weighed in at uh, six pounds, five ounces, 19 and a half uh, inches long. So congratulations, guys. They're they're great neighbors. We love those guys. So if you know John and Jen Meyer, tell them congratulations. Are
4: they your favorite neighbors? Which ones do you like the least? Uh, I can't get into that. Can't get into that right you're now. This, yeah, yeah, that uh, might be a precarious thing to go into. They're great neighbors. Yeah, stuff. you know what you do? Know, I think you, just, you probably do a one-on-one
5: and let them know that way. Okay. Yeah. You know what, man? What, I think we're oh, my favorite what? I think we're probably the least like neighbors in our neighborhood. Oh, really? If <laughs> if if I, the, the, what, why? And why would that? Oh, like, no, no, no! I'm not. No, we're not. No, we're not. Why mind. not? There's one worse. <laughs> there's one worse. Never mind. I can't get into it. I don't want second worse. I don't want to ask you about the worst. I want to ask you about being the worst. Why? Because everybody else is <laughs> awesome. Yeah, like I swear, what I think a, everybody what a else. Deflection. Was
4: off. Yeah, we, when we were going up, we and not to go off on a tangent, yeah, <laughs> but right. we, we knew we were the black sheep family. Really? The yeah. yeah. Well, my dad would, you know. My dad was unconventional. I mean, you know, well, the neighbors would be like, no, I never would have guessed Steve if you he was an offspring that <laughs> right. your dad was unconventional. He can't go see those James Bond movies. And na- <laughs> my dad would go, go okay, in, the, in the van case, we're going to go see Deliverance. <laughs> Do you guys remember a couple of years
14: ago, we got a letter from my parents' neighbors? Yes, who hate they you hate guys. hate you guys. Well, we yeah. used to be like fun and our, our block used to be very older and then my parents were the younger and now like everybody moved out and so when you become like the old people on the block, you're not the. Fun ones. Well, anymore.
4: I think it, it usually relates to the. Uh, the we weren't troublemaking kids, you know, but uh, we, we got into stuff. And I think that's what usually sets the, the the family that's least liked is what the kids are doing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that can happen.
6: Well, and like where we live, there are Mostly, it's it's younger couples, but I mean, I'm sure there is, you know, even though everybody doesn't have kids, and you know, you get into that because then the kids are are uh, you know determining whether or not you're liked. But even without kids, there are people uh, that
4: are you guys uh, the, the least liked in the neighborhood.
6: I don't think we're the least liked. I mean, because there's...
4: you sit there coveting other people's soda when they have backyard parties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With right. our yeah,
6: binoculars. They had
4: full bottles of Coca Cola. They didn't invite us. <laughs> you know, oh, what? maybe um, we are. I don't that know. That was
5: weird. That was so weird. That was a, a great little peek into the Romano psyche. But uh okay so I was talking about currently we're second we're, we're second uh, least like but growing up definitely least liked without All a doubt right.
1: yeah. see I never would have gotten out. that the 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 foster family would have been the the, uh, the ones you avoided in the neighborhood oh, man
5: no, I got yelled at by um by my neighbors there was there was a actually a stretch of time where I used to hang out with this kid who was um he lived a couple of blocks over and he was actually really disrespectful to um uh, adults, adults and I would pick off of that. So I remember he told an old lady to shut I, up one time. Were you
1: telling us about
4: that? And also yeah. you oh were like
5: God he told her to shut up. Who is the friend of Scott Farkas? Who was the other oh the little turd who yeah. ran around with him? Well yeah, yeah well, you know, but this kid was actually younger than me. So I was like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe this little kid is talking like that. So I i got yelled at a lot by by my neighbors and um and I was disrespectful to you know, Mrs. Khan. I'm really sorry. There was a there was a stretch of point a uh, time where um I was just an a hole and I you're apologize. Yeah, yeah, I was a punk. I and you my- an a hole. Get off my lawn. I spray painted my neighbor's garage, the McKinneys. Uh, we sorry heard that about story that story one. That and yeah, that, and- that's like the St. Valentine's Day Massacre in your legend. Are we talking about stealing things here? Because there was also a stretch of time where I used to steal things. that... <laughs> well, yeah, were- I was. I
1: was going to bring up a story that um, that was in the news yesterday. That uh, in in a uh, section of Philadelphia, I don't know exactly where. Maybe you have it over there, Marissa, uh,
14: Society Hill area. Oh, yeah. in Society Hill.
1: Yeah. yeah, I heard about this. People were st- stealing mm-hmm. knockers off of doors. What? Like brass knockers brass knockers and what what astounded me uh, when I saw the news story was the fact that a lot of these knockers they 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 priced them between 100 and five hundred dollars is what people had paid for these brass yeah. knockers and uh, people were stealing and I was wondering if it was you know just the kids in the neighborhood that are going through stealing stuff for a for a thrill or if somebody's actually trying to get some money off of it or I don't know what yeah, can,
6: is there really like a big resale on well, door knockers I
4: know the no. copper they, they, they're 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 Stealing but these copper brass. but this is brass what yeah. would you get for brass i
6: mean maybe for brass knockers maybe you did because there was in in the gladwin area they were stealing the planters outside of um, people's homes for a while i
1: remember that yeah, yeah.
6: So, and and those things because those what the hell is that about well the the real ones are well they're extremely heavy but they're yep. extremely expensive so I guess they were reselling them or pawning them or something. So like maybe it's
1: terracotta. Yeah, thing. kids just love potted plants. You know? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, we we stole stupid things uh, at, in our you know teenage years just to f- find something to do. Young and restless as bore and That's bored right. as uh, Bob Seger would say. Right, but, right. Uh, but night um, moves. Yeah, I remember. We, this is dumb. We went out one night and and it was just it gave us something to do because when when you eventually you got a driver's license, you're 16 years old. What do we do now? You're you're, right.
4: in, you're in that in between zone. Yeah. You can go you can go where you want to go, but you really can't do a lot. You don't know where to go. Yeah,
1: there's nowhere to go. So we started. Uh, there was a, a very large neighborhood. And each one of the houses had uh, a gas lamp out in front, uh, an old style gas lamp. Yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. S- a small sidewalk that would lead to the front door, and right near where the front porch was, It was a gas lamp and with
4: a burning flame in
1: it. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh Maybe they weren't gas, but, I, I, but no, they're, I they're they made, made, to, look but like, they made okay. to look that way. But anyhow, and they had on the pole, it had a little crossbar, and the crossbar was held in place by two uh, end caps. I remember exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we, I don't know, one of us went and took one and took one, the end caps off and took the crossbar off. Hey, there's a whole lot of them in this neighborhood. Let's see how many we can get. Man, so we <laughs> got another gaslight, man. So we went and stole like TBH. 40, 40 of them. Well, yeah, we were yeah. doing that. Yeah. Like 40 of them, and we're like... Why are we doing this? And then one night, we decided to go out and steal as many for sale signs as we could. (laughs) Got it, man. Like, like, Remax, you know, real, real signs. Mm -hmm. And we just, we chucked them in the back of somebody's car. Oh, now I know what we did. We went to our friend's. You house. had a big gaslight sale. We put them all in yeah. our oh, friend's right. front yard, yeah. 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 which That's is what great. We did, yeah. And then they took. They found out I was part of that, and then they took them all and they chucked them all in my backyard, and I got stuck with them for a couple years because my dad's like, "What the hell are we supposed to do with these?" <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. And uh, so we stuck a, them under a dog our deck.
5: ran across the road and put them. Yeah, the-
2: yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it was just stupid.
5: You know, the, the one thing that we did steal that it really made no sense. Um, it was back in our BMX days. Um, we stole the chrome caps off of um, the tire, tire valves of <laughs> like. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yep. I don't know there why used we did to be, it.
4: That used to be a thing. Yeah. That we, you would, like... You'd Steal be, the cab. You'd out and you yeah and... Yeah. yeah. I'd be like, what? who, who took those?
5: And yeah. you
6: put them on your bike, And put right? them on my bike, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
5: yeah. and I, I, I would that. do that all the time. it was There's something to what take. Was the purpose? But I was such a bad kid that if something... I mean, I'm not a bad kid. I didn't, like, break things and um, or anything like that, but, you know... <laughs> right. You were sexually confused. But I remember <laughs> my friend... Because I, <laughs> I was... You weren't a real criminal. You were just kind of a, it was I was, a pain in the ass. Yeah, I was. So yeah. uh, all right, so I was the um, I was the Scud Farcus probably and then my friend was the Grover Dill who was the okay. sidekick. So <laughs> uh, so Grover Dill, we'll call right. him uh, right. his house one night got um like toilet papered and everything and I got blamed for it, but I—I I had a uh, an yeah, alibi. alibi. I was with my mom. You were with the Scott whole night, the whole night, so he came over and like you know chewed me out, and, and he was blaming me for it. But I, you know, I went to Clover with my mom, so I was, so I was there, hey, yeah.
14: I had no idea. We knew Scud Farkas's is- yeah. Little posse's name, but uh, my I didn't steal anything as a kid. But my brother stole this thing that was um, it's pro, it's almost as tall as me. It's a piece that, of wood. That's a lot of things. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's a big piece of wood that's carved into like a bear, and it's like a welcome bear. Oh, yeah. It was on somebody's front lawn, but it was like a trophy, and he's um brought it to uh, college, and now it's in our backyard. So well, like fifteen years later, he still back. tell him to put it back in the house thing. that he stole it from. Yeah. no, it's like falling apart at this point because it's just a, a put tree it back. Trunk. Would, it'd
4: be funny if you yeah. put. It yeah, bag. It would be funny. We but... used to steal, um, Preston, and maybe you did the same thing. the uh, the The street, the the, the road work signs with the flashing yellow light.
1: Yeah, it looked like a like a sawhorse. Yeah, 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 exactly like a sawhorse. Yeah, horse. I have one and, of those. And, and
4: you would unscrew them, and you. T- I remember t- this was like a Brinks job for yeah. me. I, you know, when we lived in California. They were heavy late. man. They were heavy. Yeah, and you know, I t- took it off and had it in my room. It's like, yeah, and then about. Four hours later when I realized I couldn't get to sleep because there was a blinking yellow light. And there's really no way to hide that from your parents. You have to had
1: to take a thin piece of metal and stick it in. There was a little hole in the side. I, ra- I never found could, that out. That you could
5: stick it in to <laughs> turn it off. The light just kept blinking. Yeah. All right, so this isn't stealing anything. But uh, back in probably, what, 88, 89, somewhere around there, the universal remote control came out. And uh, we we found out what kind of TV all of our neighbors had. And we would just go around the neighborhood and turn on their TVs. and um, What, with <laughs> a remote? Yeah, with a remote control you had the same tv well no because all you had to do was find out what kind of tv they had, and then you there's a little code in the back and we would turn their tvs on just
1: a little terror that was funny though (laughs) and
5: that is kind of funny
1: what's (laughs) better though is do it while while they're watching tv they're like they're probably thinking
5: that they have ghosts This is killing Casey. He's dying
4: over here.
5: They probably think they have ghosts. I I think the Andersons who lived across the street from us. um, Yes, we have
4: ghosts and they're changing our TV stations. Could you send a paranormal investigator? Or it could be that little punk.
5: (laughs) Oh, man. Come on. Well, at least that's what I thought when I was 12.
4: I have to be honest. You're enjoying it a lot more than we are. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. you really are. But we are delighted that you enjoy it. Uh, okay back to you uh,
1: hang
5: on let me go to uh
1: i have sean hey sean how you doing i'm good how are you guys? good what's up sean
8: oh uh, we i can't believe we did this we we used to stand on the hood of cars and rip the hood on them and off.
4: wow dude i remember i remember and, kids doing that Yeah.
8: And we had we got when we got caught i had two uh grocery bags brown paper bags in my closet full
1: of, of hood <laughs> ornaments. So, Sean, I mean, they don't really, you don't see that many hood ornaments anymore. But back in the day... Mercedes, you'll see them. Tons yeah. of cars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Loads of them.
4: Yeah. What, what like, did you...
8: Mercedes was like the coveted. Yep. One. That's the one you wanted to get. Yep. And another friend of mine, he got caught. He had three bags full.
10: <laughs> I mean, why? I, I just can't
8: even imagine. Were
1: you that. ever able to, to rip one of those Jaguars off? <laughs> Jags. <laughs> no. Yeah, Jag's going to be hard. That's Mercedes
4: solid. is almost made for snapping off. Yeah. But the Jaguar is that full... You know,
1: base yeah. Yeah, it would do some damage. them what would you ever do with those hood ornaments?
8: Nothing. We got caught with them. Yeah. You know, our parents got them, but we couldn't go around and give them back. I mean, we just got grounded.
4: That was it. That was it. Yeah, I mean, uh, at a certain point, and, and did you get to sit down like, what the F that's this what I, about?
8: I, you know, as an adult now, you look back and you say, what an idiot. Yeah. Like, yeah. All those poor guys, that, you know. Has their cars destroyed. But you think
5: one. when you're a kid, it's like when you're a, t- a teenager, it's like, oh, I, could, I could take that. Yeah, yeah. but the, you know what? That's what I'm saying. I didn't do, like, major damage to people's houses or, or um, you know, any uh, No, you were waging a like war
4: that. of terror with a remote control. <laughs> yeah, that's right, man. Making <laughs> them think that they had
1: ghosts in their house. Let me go to Kyle. Hey, Kyle, good morning.
8: <laughs> hey, you guys rock. Thanks, man. Hey. What's up, hey, Kyle? Good yeah, when we're kids. We used to all get together at my friend's house, and we'd all get um, split up into teams of two during uh, Christmas time, and we would uh, get plastic bags and go around the town, and we would steal the light bulbs off of the houses during Christmas time.
5: Stealing Christmas lights? Yeah, because yeah. you know what? Stealing would you break Christmas them? Lights. Would you go out and break them um, because they made those big popping sounds?
8: Yeah, well, when we got back after we found out who stole the most lights because whoever came back at the house with the most lights, that team would win. Dude, that, that,
4: that actually still goes, I mean, there was a st- this was just this holiday past. There was, uh, there was a rash of people. Uh, and, uh, you know, stealing yeah. not just the lights, the full decoration. There was a story about a guy who robbed one house of the Christmas decorations and set the same stuff up on his lawn three blocks away. That was in Florida. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I remember
1: that. Uh, I I had suggested to my friends because it was uh, you know it was, it was around that time that we were doing stu- stupid stuff like stealing the for sale signs and it was Christmas and people had their lights out and I, I suggested I'm like dude let's go rip off a bunch of people's Christmas lights and actually they had a moral issue with that Did they- and everybody vetoed it. I was wow. like wow I'm the a hole right? <laughs> right yeah They're like dude you can't do that it's Christmas. You
4: think you think somebody just gave me these gas lights I had to go out and steal
8: them yeah
1: so they had had a, a change me, of heart. Give me back my first sale sign. When I brought that up. <laughs> Let me go to Adam. Hey, Adam, how you doing?
8: Hey, what's up? Sorry about that you guys at work. No, nope. <laughs> you're
1: good. What's up, man?
8: Hey, uh, when I was in junior high, I had a friend that used to steal the wheels off of trash cans. Like the big <laughs> toaders that people put out on the curb. Yeah, yeah. the rolling
1: trash cans. Yeah.
8: What, <laughs> what motivated him to do that?
1: Was to that actually... If you think about the person going the next day to go get their trash can to pull it back into the driveway, and for those first few seconds of dragging it, going, What's wrong with this thing? But when, for to That's wor- kind of funny.
4: For it to work, wouldn't you have to be there to watch them attempt to do that? Yeah, to, to really so get it. So, what a do you
1: set up a blind somewhere? Uh, I guess you just got to get, get a ghillie suit. Yeah.
8: Well, we would see them pulling them out. Um, like the next week, we'd be riding our bikes to school, and we'd see people um, dragging their trash cans with no wheels. Yeah. Out to the curb, and they'd be grumbling the whole time about it. So it, was, it Was kind of entertaining. All right, you but, did but, get some, yeah, of it. But, right. but that's
1: exactly the, a stupid thing to steal. What'd your friend do? Would he put him on a necklace and wear him around his neck?
4: <laughs> all the ones well, he collected. Sometimes
8: he'd take him home. Uh, most of the time, he just roll him down the street.
1: Okay, roll him
4: down. So, all he right, he's like the like some the like some bizarre war vet with the uh, with the wheels on his uh, necklace. There.
1: This is a different. Uh... A different take on this, but the trash can thing and it, it reminded me of this, and it was stupid stuff to to do to pass the time as a kid, and we never did it, but the idea was pretty funny. But uh, on trash day, you take some like heavy-strength fishing line, uh, you know, like, I don't know, 60-pound test or something for, for big fish. Yeah. And you tie it to trash cans on one side of the street and run it across the street <laughs> to the trash cans on the other side oh, of the street. Oh, man and wait for a car to come by <laughs> yes. that would just start dragging them down the street. <laughs> I never did it. Thought it was a pretty damn good idea. We
6: should um, do that in our parking lot.
4: You know, we should do that now. We should. <laughs> I'm sure since we're we have a morning show, people will let us get away with that.
5: Have you ever yeah. seen the YouTube video of the invisible rope trick where um, people drive down the street and kids stand on either side of the street sure. and act like they're holding the rope? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It works. <laughs> and they're not holding anything. They're not holding anything. And then they pretend, they
4: pretend as if they're they're making the wi- the wire taut. Yeah, yeah. Sh-
5: you know, grab that video,
1: guys. Let me go to Karen. Hey, Karen. Good morning.
10: Good morning. Hey,
1: what's up, Karen?
10: Um, back years ago when I was in college, um, <laughs> one of the local pranks was that some of the college kids would take um, people's garden gnomes yes. and steal them from the yard, um, take pictures of them in different places. Oh, so, that's
4: a standard. Hold them hostage. Yeah, them absolutely. People. Yeah, those are great. That, that's like actually. Family. Uh, yeah. uh, there my, my friend's mother went to uh, like pottery class or something and made, she had like gnomes, Inchworms, all this stuff, they were constantly getting stolen. Right. The most garish things on our front lawn.
1: We are now watching a video (laughs) up on the screen of the guys pretending to hold a rope (laughs) across the road and these cars just come to an absolute standstill
2: for a long
5: for a long time.
1: (laughs) Like, and think like that there's slow-mo. and think that there's something there that they can't see. That's, you, you that's you a pretty you funny. You think you could pull bit.
5: something like that off on? Let's do it right now. Let's go down and do it in the parking lot. Would will we, will we get in trouble for that? Yeah. yeah. There's Not nothing anything. there. There's nothing there. They don't let us do anything
4: here. We'd have to do it out on presidential.
5: All right. <laughs> that's a major
4: thoroughfare. Oh damn it! It'd be hard. You you need you need like a like a. This is, looks like it's on a side street. Yeah. You know. <laughs> that You're would right. work. You, you couldn't pull this off on the turnpike. No.
14: I think out in our parking lot, they would hit you, too, the way yeah. people drive nah, I was
4: going to say, yeah. we we right
2: the
6: invisible <laughs> rope. Yeah. do it
1: in a parking lot. That's do you want to try it? I do. To- we well, always get in trouble for Wait, the no day, there's
5: nothing... We're not even doing anything wrong. All right, All right, do it. Go do it. It's two people.
1: Send Start a video. we Nick Murphy.
4: Get your yeah.
1: video. See if it works. All right.
5: Anybody else want
4: to yeah. Someone who's good with uh, the art of pantomime. <laughs> Can you say that word?
1: Pantomime. Uh, hang on a second. Let me go to Tom. Hey, Tom, good morning.
8: Hey, good morning. Sorry to bother you guys. At work. Nah, you're right. You're
1: you're good, brother. What's
8: up? So, I just want to say, I'm glad I'm not the only person that went around with a little reign of terror with the remote controls. The <laughs> really? Old Comcast, yeah, the old Comcast boxes. We had this lady across the street that my, uh, my mom was friends with. My brother and I got bored one night. I mean, that's probably like the worst thing that we've ever done. Uh, we got bored, went over to our window, held the remote up, and we just- Flipping the channels on her, hear her start yelling at the T V. We turned the T V off, the T V came back on. Uh, it was it was great. Do you it know so
1: you know many- Tom would be the and Casey just was out of the studio for a second, but Tom would do the same thing. He would change people's channels oh, yeah. with the Comcast remote. The best time to do that, and this is taking a tip from the Jimmy Kimmel bit. Jimmy Kimmel was awesome. On Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl. Ugh. Is to take the remote, somebody you know who has Comcast, same or, or whatever cable system you have. Right. And if they're having a party, stand outside the window and just keep changing the channel in the middle of plays. That is a great
4: bit. I, you reminded me. I wasn't attempting to convince people they had ghosts, but I had a, a Casio watch that was a remote control. Really? And it would control any TV. It would control VCRs. And I was over at, at my friend's house and we're watching a video and I just started rewinding it. <laughs> and uh, it is funny yeah. it's, uh, yeah. it's 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 uh, it's dumb psychological warfare psychological man.
1: warfare uh let
4: me
8: it's go. like
1: pretending you have a string across the street let me go to greg hey greg how you doing
8: hey guys Got Gadzooks. 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 what's up greg hey when i was in high school me and my buddies would um we'd roam the streets all night long and we'd take people's lawn ornaments and move them down the block to somebody else's yard. Oh, oh no. And they
1: therein, they would think that that neighbor stole their lawn ornaments from them.
8: Right. right but here's the best part. Yeah, I stole a concrete deer. I mean, it only weighed about 20 pounds. Yeah. I stole this concrete deer. My grandmother loved it so much. I hid it in my closet. She found it. She loved it so much that she put it on her, on her back deck. I don't think she ever realized that it came from her neighbor's house about two blocks away. It by. was a stolen
4: piece of merchandise that she had no idea she was displaying it in her backyard.
8: Right.
4: People put some weird crap out on their lawns. There's a guy, yeah, Thanks. I passed by his house, I forget exactly where it is, but it's um, it's um, got to be in the Roxborough area. He's got like a huge wooden grizzly bear on his front lawn. Yeah. And it's like, and it's a small tract of land. <laughs> yeah, some people it's, do that. It's a grizzly bear reared up with the claws, yeah. a big wooden grizzly bear.
1: Yeah, there are some weird things that people will put out on the front lawn and And you uh, know the
4: neighbors just love that.
1: Oh, we there's uh there's a house not far from where I live. It's in another neighborhood, but uh, I am not sure what you you saw my big fat Greek Wedding, right? Yes. yes. You know how they had all the statues out in front of the house? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the Greek uh, the Greek family did. I'm not sure what uh, ethnicity this family is, but they have got gigantic koi fish. <laughs> Tigers, lions, a hawk. Wow! I mean, they're huge, and and, and I don't get it. I mean, the house (laughs) is—you just want to go ask. It's a really nice house, but it's it's not a mansion or anything like that. But I never have figured out why they do that. We
6: have in our neighborhood the people that carve uh, the the tree stump into something. There's like. I mean, there's like in and I've seen like three of them at yeah. you know three different houses.
14: There's a house in Gladwin. Um, I think it's people that own Royal Bank, and they have uh, huge statues of like planes and children running.
4: Well, when you own oh, Royal Bank, thing? you can. do I that. think yeah. you can do that. Yeah. When, when you have when you have a row home, and you're putting Greek columns <laughs> up,
1: I think that's a little weird. Hey, here's a warning for the invisible rope trick, Casey. I need to go to this call. Let me go to Sal. Hey, Sal, how you doing?
10: So one time. A couple years ago, back in high school, me and my buddies were bored one Sunday night. We decided to do that invisible rope trick on the main street in my neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Got like five or six cars deep. And then the next car, we do it. And all of a sudden, the car comes to a screeching halt. Mm -hmm. Dude gets out of the car and chases us around the block. (laughs) Tackles my one friend down and chokes him out. He choked Choked him out.
4: Choked him out. Did he choke (laughs) him out with an invisible
1: rope?
10: (laughs) (laughs) Nah, this dude was like the neighborhood psycho, you know? Okay. Okay. So, Casey...
1: Wait a minute. Let me go to Eric here. Hang on, uh, Eric. How you doing, man?
8: Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Gadgets. gadgets What's up, bud? Hey, I'm a little old, old for your demographic, but back in my day, cars were pretty easy to get into with a slim jim. Oh yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Oh sure. yeah. But yeah. We yeah. had one. We had one. And we used to go to the local mall, pop open the door, and then push the car as far away as we could to another location, <sighs> and then hang out until the owner came out and watch them searching for their car. Dude, that yeah. that that
4: you're a prick for doing it, but I bet you it was
1: funny.
8: We it was picked up and funny watching the guys look around, but we picked up yeah, and moved
1: a car. couple of cars. I Did mean, you? If, yeah, <laughs> no. if you had like eight people, you can do it. Oh,
6: they moved my car in college. They picked they picked up my car and moved it into the middle of the street. This <laughs> oh, wow. was at like four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> they hated you, I right? Get, they hated my neighbors. Uh-oh. Hated me, um, and Uh-oh. I get a, a the cops banging on my door, and they're like, "Did you drive home tonight?" Yeah. I was like. No, you know, I was in college. Of course, I was out, you know, had yeah. been drinking. I said, no, my car hasn't moved all weekend. And they're like, well, it's in the middle of the street. I was like, it's my neighbors.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah. And sometimes you got to wage a little bit of war, as I did with uh, neighbors that I couldn't stand. They, the, the oldest brother had his friend over, who was a, 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 a complete asswipe. So I went over with my friend, and we put on the back of his car, he had a, a nice pronounced back bumper. Uh, we tied uh, tin cans. <laughs> And put a just married sign on the back of the thing, <laughs> yeah. so that, by that when he hit his first bump, it would all right flop down, yeah, flop okay. down. Yeah. So he's he's driving <laughs> along, and if we hear second hand, but people are honking, go yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's got his just married sign, and he's driving, you know, he was on the highway, cruising along with the streamers and everything.
1: As the other day, it was over the weekend, I was driving, on three different occasions, people honked the horn for no reason. I just, and I, and I couldn't tell what was going on there, honking from people around me, this and that. I I'd stopped, and I got out to look to see if anybody put anything <laughs> yeah. on the back How'd of, of my car. They didn't. I, don't, I just, for some reason, people were honking that particular day, but I was thinking, somebody got Somebody me. got you, yeah. That yeah.
5: happened to me and my brother. We were in the Wells Fargo, or at, at the time, I guess, maybe the Courts State Center. Remember his yep. uh, the fishmobile? and. People yeah. were honking at us, and we we're like, "Yeah, we get out." The bumper was dragging on the. Eighty-two uh, <laughs> yeah! yeah! Accord hatchback. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: right. him, man. It's the guy who can make you think you have ghosts in your house.
1: Well, anyway, Society Hill people are, are stealing the door knockers. I don't know if they're selling them or what, but they're just doing it for Weird. for kicks. Or I think it's the mafia. Know, maybe it's the mob. Maybe the mob is finally stepping. They're big
4: up. into door knockers.
8: Like what you hear. You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand.
4: Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com.
8: Back with more of the Preston and Steve
1: Show podcast. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Preston and Steve's
2: Bizarre. Bizarre
5: File. The Bizarre File today brought to you by Duncan. This summer, enjoy Duncan's new Hershey's
3: cookies and cream or Heath flavored coffees because everyone deserves a sweet escape from reality. Preston and Steve run on Duncan. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer.
8: Trademarks are used under license. This is disturbing.
1: Thousands of pills. Filled with powdered human flesh, yeah. have been discovered by oh, customs God. officials in South oh, Korea. My God. <laughs> it gets even more disturbing. The capsules are in demand because they are viewed as being a medicinal cure all. The grim trade is being run from China, where corrupt medical staff are said to be tipping off medical companies when babies are aborted or delivered oh, stillborn. My God. Oh, my God. So they're aborted baby pills. Yeah, and uh, stillborn pills.
6: Oh, my God.
1: The tiny corpses are Citalism. then. They're bought, stored in household refrigerators in homes of those involved in the trade before they are removed and taken to clinics where they are placed in medical drying microwaves. Jesus. Once the skin is tinder dry, it is pummeled into powder and then processed into capsules along with herbs to disguise the true ingredients from from, uh, health investigators and customs officers.
4: There has to be medical issues with eating
1: that, Yes, taking those
4: pills. You're you're eating...
1: Yeah, go ahead. Wait, bacteria. No.
6: Did you say what the reason was that they have these pills?
1: They say they're a cure-all. There are all kinds of Asian uh, oh. concoctions that they come up with of different Pee animals and and, and 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 you know and, tiger nuts, and animal penises yeah, yeah, and things. Yeah. And they say that they're they're fertility or they're good for virility and all this other. It's it's garbage, and it's been proven that it's garbage. Yeah. Yet they still do it because it's so ancient that they've been added. Uh, The discovery since last August has shocked even hardened customs agents who have uh, pledged to strengthen inspections. Uh, Chinese alternative medicines contain traces of endangered species. Many of the remedies are more than 2,000 years old. Claimed to be alternative methods for curing disease. Uh, The use of rhino horns in Chinese medicines has been widely criticized. Uh, there are no
4: more rhinos in China.
1: uh, They've also discovered some of the medicines contain traces of black bears and antelope. According to customs agents, 35 smuggling attempts have been made since August of last year involving more than 17,000 capsules disguised as stamina boosters. Hospitals and abortion clinics in China reportedly passed the remains under drug companies when a baby stillborn or aborted. The San Francisco Times reported that tests carried out on the pills confirmed they were made up of 99.7% human remains.
4: And you know, there's an issue now with uh, the story, uh, there's the uh, uh, um, mandated forced abortions that we're finding out about in China. Mm-hmm. So, this is uh, this is horrible on 9,000 different levels.
1: There's a huge demand for the pills, which are thought to enhance stamina. Microwave-dried placenta is also sought after its alleged medical and medicinal benefits. If you've taken
4: one of these pills, if you took one of these pills, it, it does constitute a form of cannibalism, does it not?
1: I, I would think I so. Mean, yeah. It, and it says, however, in reality, the human flesh capsule's contain super bacteria and other harmful ingredients. It can make you sick. Yeah. It can probably kill you as well. So How could it not? Yep. A woman reported to rescue and that they were needed to for her next door neighbor who had fallen on his porch. EMS had revived I'm sorry, had arrived to the subject and apparently he was handcuffed he had handcuffed himself so he would not smoke a cigarette the handcuffs were tight causing swelling and the man had lost the key to unlock the restraints oh, so the guy
4: handcuffs himself to help himself beat smoke smoking and loses the key
1: yeah and he had, but if he had the key on him couldn't he just unlock the handcuffs and smoked and he put it on too tight as well yeah. Uh, ambulance uh, personnel were called, uh, uh, had called for police assistance, adding that the man requested someone pull up his pants as well. <laughs> sure. Why not, buddy? I mean, it just keeps getting worse. Two 21-year-old men are accused of a fight this weekend that included the use of knives and a decorative flamingo. Rusty. Not a flamingo! Rusty Browell was charged with simple assault, and Philip Kreischer was charged with criminal mischief for breaking the law. I'm sorry, for breaking the lawn flamingo's leg during the altercation. A woman told troopers that uh, Browell pushed her down in the grass, and again, on the paved driveway, the woman called Kreischer, who met her at a hotel, driving his mom's car. Kreischer picked up the woman at the motel and drove to his home to confront the man. When, I think I cracked my pants. When they got there, Browell came out and two knives. with two knives and chased Kreischer down the driveway. Browell smashed the windshield of Kreischer's mother's car, scratched the hood, slashed the tire. In self-defense, police said... Kreischer pulled a decorative flamingo out of Browell's yard, breaking its leg in the process. He planned to use the flamingo as a weapon if Browell came after him, and he was actually charged for breaking the flamingo leg. Might make a decent weapon. And then finally, a Pennsylvania man said that he recently found a live turtle that his son had carved his initials into 47 years ago. What? Holland Coakley, who is 85 years old, was walking in the woods behind his home uh, with his neighbor's dog when the dog found the turtle. Uh, Coakley had said it's been here for forty seven years and it's still got the same markings on it in nineteen sixty five Jeff Coakley, who was thirteen carved j c and nineteen sixty five on the turtle's bottom shell and then released it back in, and then released it back into the the wild and uh he now lives in New York. Uh, but laughed when his father sent him pictures of the turtle. And experts say that uh, eastern box turtles can live for 100 years.
10: I like turtles.
1: Yes. They can live for 100 years. And uh, Holland Coakley said he kept the turtle for a couple of days. And I, I had them. no idea that box turtles <laughs> could either. live that long. Wow. I knew that the, the big ones, yeah. uh, like you see in the like zoo. Like 120, 130 years, 40. They, they can live a long time, but uh, obviously... Uh, the turtles have to, you know, stay away from predators and so forth. But I had no idea that your standard American box turtle or eastern box turtle can live for a hundred years. Man, they got the life. <laughs> Bless right. you, by the way. Thank you. No. Yeah. Uh, and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning.
0: What's new? Glad you asked. Thrice. Shine
13: down.
0: I new music more of everything that rocks elevate.
12: on 93.3 WMMR
4: the trash business is a gold mine 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash What's going on, Steve? Well, a Florida strip club is pressing charges against Nadia Sulman for backing out of a signed agreement to guest strip at their establishment. The club owners uh, are looking to be reimbursed for money they spent on t chords to, quote, lash down Sulman's labia.
2: You're naughty. (laughs) Oh, my God.
4: (laughs) (laughs) You know how that can Uh, get in a way. Oh, my God. Melanie Griffith was seen out in Hollywood on Tuesday without her wedding ring, raising speculation that her marriage to Antonio Banderas may be on the skids. Many were reporting that Griffith's eyes appeared to be red from crying, but it turns out it was just her upper lip. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, one of Courtney Love's former assistants is suing the singer, claiming she asked her to hire a computer hacker and counterfeit uh, legal documents. The assistant says she was devastated because she was initially hired just to cut Courtney's cocaine and take the blame for her public pee puddle. Right. <laughs> And that's your Hollywood
5: trash.
1: All right, thank you, Steve. Uh, I know that uh, I usually eat uh, a little bit of yogurt in the morning. Casey, you do as well. Yeah, Greek Steve, yogurt. You like? Oh, you like? Oh, um, I parfaits, love yogurt. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the
4: parfaits and the
1: the, the Greek yogurt. Yeah, Nick, you, you, you put on your butt. Love it. This, just, this is for guys. I don't need I'm, to know if you. Oh, okay. Do, it's, so, it's, yeah. it's a study for women, so please shut your hole. Uh, <laughs> get out. Please, yeah. yeah. you said please. <laughs> could you just ratchet down the chatter? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, she started leaning towards the mic. Oh, did no, she? No, this uh, is this is concern of men. It says eating yogurt could apparently make men more virile. Uh, scientist from the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, that's fairly accredited school, <laughs> uh, a lot of words in it, uh, found male uh, mice fed vanilla flavored variety had a certain swagger when they walked. Oh, yeah.
12: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
12: What's your name? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a yogurt eater. You know what that means? It means I will pound you down, bitch. <laughs> um.
1: So apparently, yeah, they have some uh, a bit of a swagger. When they walk, and they discovered that these uh, mice had testicles that were 5% higher than other mice. Mine are up
12: on my chest. Right. What does that mean? 5% higher? Higher. I just got to, you know, I got to keep pushing my balls down.
1: Uh, Uh. On a normal diet, and don't worry, case Do they mean higher in... Production level? Oh, it says here they discovered these mice had testicles that were 5% higher than other mice on a normal diet and 15% heavier. So it means higher and heavier. Wow. You literally have bigger balls.
12: Yeah. Hey, you can tell by the way I use my walk. I'm a yogurt eater. No time to talk.
1: 15% nice. heavier than junk eating Thank males. Uh, what is more? What's your name, baby? In, in man. I
12: do, humans. I don't care. See how, see how high my balls are? I'm ready. Yeah. I'm loaded for women. Yeah. Yeah, it likes my cheese. But uh, it likes my poontang, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll tell you what, let's skip this Maze Bowl crap and let's get it on.
1: <laughs> I guess it wouldn't be Stuart Little, it would be Stuart. No, t-
12: Stuart hung like a horse. Yeah. Stuart, I'm with your wife. That's my name.
1: Uh, what is more in Maybe Stuart,
12: I will bang your teeth out.
1: In mating experiments, the yogurt-eating males inseminated their partners more quickly and produced more young yeah. than the control mice.
12: Oh, I slap a few kids in you?
1: Yeah, so apparently... I'll just yeah.
12: standing up. I don't care.
1: They're saying... Uh, what is this? It's, it's a, the- an
12: actual clip from the movie. Yeah. Is it
1: really? We made yeah. it that How far? many
12: slices, Tony? Uh, two. Two, uh, two slices. Tony. Two or three. Two. Two, two, two slices. Huh. I'm a disco mouse. With super high balls.
1: Well, you have uh, you have more swagger. You have higher balls. You have uh, heavier balls. And uh, <laughs> any kind
12: of balls, we got them. Welcome to Ball City. <laughs> we take orders over the phone. We we'll fulfill your ball requests. <laughs> Summertime's coming, you're gonna need some beach balls.
1: And you can inseminate partners at, more quickly and produce more young. <laughs> you uh, eat yogurt. That's I love what yogurt. Saying in mice anyway. And I, mean, I love the sure. p- the parfaits. I love the Starbucks parfaits too. Mm-hmm. I like um, Panera's, Panera's you know it's really good. Really good. What? And,
4: uh, um, it's a blatant plug, but the Le Bus on uh, Main Street—they have a, uh, their their parfaits have they, they have their
1: own. The granola is very key in a good parfait. I agree. And they have Winola, they call it, but it's really good. Parfait could be about the most delicious thing <laughs> in the world. You parfait could be me coated in a donkey. Uh, <laughs> let me see here. This was kind of interesting. Do tell. Where'd um, you find it? I found it on the internet. Really? Yeah.
9: On the mark, get set.
8: writing on the internet.
4: Cyber space sets you
8: free. Hello, virtual reality. reality. Preston!
4: It's Search for a website. Search for a
1: website. Fly a wonder to the world, world. Set to get online. Take this in,
9: now you in. We ruined it. you are riding on internet. the
0: internet. Oh, wait, Nick. Oh, Nick. Ah! Nick. Ah! Sorry. But, uh, ah! I wasn't
4: very. I, good. Have a, I have a horrible memory uh, that you were able to retain as much as you did of that song. I've heard it countless
1: times. I still couldn't sing it. Interactive website. Certain wait. Interactive appetite. Searching for a website. Oh, yeah. no, <laughs> no, no. I don't want to do it
0: again. We need to go into rehearsal.
1: Anyway, I found this on the internet. Um, oh, cool. Butt dialing. Huh? Butt dialing. It apparently constitutes thirty-eight percent of nine-one-one oh, calls in New York City. That's uh,
11: a lot.
1: Yeah. So accidental dialing. The question is. About that, Preston. <laughs> yeah.
4: Uh, are the predominant um, uh, phones out there, like the iPhone, how do you butt
5: dial oh, well, an iPhone? This is what I want to show you, because uh, to open up my iPhone, you have to enter a passcode, or you could just hit emergency call. Right. And then all I have to do is hit that green button right there, and that's an emergency call. And it'll but call, that call is
6: 911?
5: I don't know. I'm but, too afraid to try.
1: But hang on. You you still, where? show me where all the right. button is. Right here. Yeah, but you had your skin has to touch that right that screen in Does order it? for it to work. Yeah,
5: absolutely. No my skin didn't touch
1: it. Do, let me Wait do, a second. Oh, Wait. you're doing it through a T shirt? Doing it through
5: a T shirt No,
4: still t-shirt. there'd be enough Try to do it with uh, try to do it with your ass. Try to dial a phone with your ass, and then play "Flight of the Bumblebee" with your balls. Well,
6: right. I'll tell you how I've butt dialed before with my iPhone. Is when if you are on the phone and you you know you, you end the call, your your phone is still open, and sometimes I will throw it in my back pocket or in my purse, and I, sure. that's how I have called somebody you know okay. unaware of it because I, I I didn't lock it or it hadn't locked itself yet.
4: Um, now that emergency feature is if you lose, like uh, for example, if you lose. Um, or your your coverage ends, or for something there's some lapse in your in your phone service. You can still make an emergency call with the phone outside of the
5: plan. Correct? I I don't know. I I sort of assumed it was for let's say I passed out and smashed my head, and then somebody found me. They didn't have their phone on me, and they had my phone. I was unconscious, so they weren't able to use my phone. Okay. Yeah, because I didn't that know, that know my password I've, I've never I've never used lines. it. Yeah. I don't no, know. you have
6: to case you still have to dial the number.
5: Bill Weston butt dialed me the other day. Really? Yeah, he left like a two and a half, maybe three minute long message. <laughs> oh, yeah, and no, how
4: much for a
1: handy? <laughs>
5: <laughs> Beli- <laughs> What's that? Oh, my phone. Sorry. <laughs> I, I listened to the whole thing. I did. You Some, know what? Yeah,
1: I won't do it. You won't? No, because I was I,
9: too curious.
1: I, I learned a lesson. Uh, I have on occasion, like Casey, you butt dialed me one time, and you were you were actively talking, and I heard you. This was years and years ago. <sighs> And you were—I couldn't understand what the hell you were talking about. You were like, "Yeah, I, I take uh, cookie dough and I put it in brownie batter, and, uh, and blah blah blah." This oh is man, it. that sounds. So- we were, you,
4: he was with a hooker, Preston. So what? What gets you off, sweetie? Well, I take cookie dough and I put it in a brownie, and no. it's awesome. It's I, really cool.
1: I had asked you the next day about it, and you told me you were talking about Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Oh. Because they make a cookie dough, and they also make a, a brownie. So brownie batter is really and good. You would well. like to put s'mores <laughs> is awesome as well. But, but do anyway. you? Uh, what's your fear? My fear is that I will hear someone talking about me and saying something negative. And I learned a long time ago that even your absolute best friend, your confidant, your pal, or even your spouse—yeah—it depends on who you are talking to. You may bitch or complain about them. You don't mean it in a uh, in, in any in a malicious way or right. anything like that. You may be just venting. But if you hear it on the other side, it sounds me much worse evil no, I, there I agree was, there was a, a time in high school i called this guy uh, it was i just i wanted to he played guitar i played drums i was like hey you want to get together and jam yeah. sometime and so uh we, we talked about it, he's like maybe this and that blah 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 Hangs up the phone. He didn't hang it up uh, all the way. Uh-oh. This is uh, not on cell phone. This is right, on cell phone. Yeah. So I start listening. He was there with somebody else, and he just started ripping into me. Uh-huh. Oh my uh-huh. god! He started making fun of me. Even and, and you know, yo, dude, you want a jam? You know. Yeah. And, was, and I was like, oh man. And I hated that guy ever since. Uh, I would have called him right back. <laughs> but you know. Uh, and I, it took that to make me realize, you know what I do? I'll talk behind people's back. And it's nothing that, it's just, you know. If you do that, have the decency to be in front of them. Right. When you so talk I don't behind want, their back. I, don't want, I don't want to hear about it.
4: Now, I know exactly what you're saying. It's better I,
1: not. You know, it's better not to.
4: Yeah, just on the off chance. Yeah, just eliminate the possibility.
6: My mom just butt dialed me the other day. Uh, fortunately, it was my mom, so okay. she oh, wasn't so... saying anything bad. But she was. Ta- I'm a <laughs> no, she was talking about me, and I. So I ended up listening to to the whole conversation. But she was telling. She's not ours, really. <laughs> <laughs>
4: her father had another wife i found out about it it's a crazy woman just i think she's in prison now kathy has all those same traits the sociopathic thing it's all her <laughs> a loveless girl do you know she used to sing into hairbrushes
13: <laughs> i mean what
4: kind of girl does that what mom kind of belie- kathy?
2: <laughs> are you coming over to <laughs>
0: Do you guys ever get the <laughs> butt dials from Matt Cord? He seems to butt yes, dials more than really anybody else. he butt
2: dials
6: all the time. Yeah. Really? And,
0: yeah. he needs to flip phone or something. Yeah, maybe that's, yeah. And, a landline.
2: <laughs>
6: yeah, <laughs> that
0: won't be an issue. <laughs> so I get them from Matt, and then I often get them from people who are at sporting events. I don't know what, yeah. has, like, if they just, they're tucking their phone away in a certain position at a sporting event or whatever, but it seems like that is a common place for that to happen. I wonder if in, in, in days of your if people butt telegraphed. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah, takes yeah. more <laughs> effort.
2: <laughs>
4: what? What? Stop! Did you hear what he was beeping about me?
1: <laughs> uh, but they're saying that that many, and I had no idea that that many nine one one calls thirty eight percent in New York City in twenty ten I believe is when this happened. Uh, an average of ten thousand seven hundred inadvertent calls a day. Thirty eight percent of all emergency calls. though. that that's uh, those are just in, not to nine one one, but just inadvertent calls. Uh, the study blamed the high number of accidental nine one one calls on the proliferation of cell phones and said they ultimately make uh, overall 911 responses response times appear shorter.
4: Appear shorter because of the, the the predominant amount of calls coming in that are accidental. I guess so, yeah. It just seems weird that so many
1: would be based
4: yeah. on something that you'd have to have the precise set of situ- circumstances to butt dial right.
1: on these phones. Hang on. I got to go to Bill here. This looks interesting. Um, hey, Bill, how you doing, man?
10: Hey, how's it going?
1: Good. What's up, bud?
10: I hate to you guys at work. But oh, it's, no problem. That's a great story.
2: Thank okay.
1: you.
10: Um yeah, actually I went over a friend's house and uh I, I went to purchase uh some uh some things. Some and, pot? Uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right, you can say it.
7: Uh, yeah, and
10: uh what happened was uh I, I talked to my mom like 15 minutes before that, probably not even, probably like 5 minutes. And uh I guess I, I must have dollar when I put it, to, it back in my pocket or whatever and uh she heard the whole thing, dude, like the whole oh. conversation, heard everything. Oh.
1: You you were buying some pot at the time and had the phone open, and your mom was listening to it.
10: Yeah, the whole thing, oh. and she even let, let me listen to the, uh, to, I guess it was a voicemail or whatever. Oh, wow. Voicemail,
1: and she played yeah. it back for you. is
10: your mother. I can get, get it for 30% less. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: good
2: stuff, too, skunkweed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it was, it was pretty bad. yeah uh, <laughs> Skunk Queen. <laughs> hey, Bill, how old were you?
10: Uh, I was probably like nineteen or twenty. Okay.
1: Were you still living at home? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not I mean, for I much longer.
10: Yeah, I was actually going down the beach. Like I was picking it up before I went down the beach, checking uh, out with uh, like a family and everything. It was bad.
1: And uh, <laughs> did you get uh, what? What were the repercussions?
10: Um. Basically, I, I got all that and. Uh, threatened to get kicked out if yeah. it happened again
4: i mean dude you provided the evidence and it was recorded evidence right. i mean you oh, yeah, you,
1: you, ju- you provided an airtight case against you but here's the thing bill and I, and this is what i would have done if i was a parent and i would have tried to first i would have asked you about bill or you? Yeah. Uh, do you smoke pot yeah yeah, yeah. Do you... no mom oh. i don't you know and I had you deny it left sure, and, right, yeah. and then said well i'd like oh. you to hear something right uh did she yeah. did she play it that way
10: now it was basically like she she kept calling me. I was like, Ian, what did she call me for? Like, why does she keep calling me? And then when I got down there, she told me what had happened, and I was just like, oh, man, this isn't good. Yep. Oh, gee. I
4: wish you hadn't have done
5: that, Mom, because you're
10: not leaving this room alive. <laughs> <laughs>
5: that, that <laughs> Too many witnesses. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just got to... Calling up the cleaner. I just got a text message from uh, Todd Glass, who, yeah. by the way, is performing at PJ Ryan's there, oh, <laughs> is there, he? Yeah, that's yeah. in Phoenixville. But I, is he I, listening? Uh, no, but that's what I was thinking. Like, w- would that be a funny gag to fake like you're butt dialing somebody? You just put the phone down and then just start talking about them. Yeah, uh, yeah. Have, would, actually,
4: we, that'd we, be we, great. It's a great. We, we had talked about it. you had talked about it years ago about about setting someone up that way. I, b- I believe it was you. Really? Yeah. I'm about about that's faking a great idea. faking a butt dial. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Oh, well, we got to do that.
6: Let's do it
4: to Todd. Let's do it sure. to Todd
5: or, or, oh, or, or Belarus or something like that. Both Somebody of those would guys really... would be so insecure about it. <laughs> so, oh don't do God. it to me, guys. We please. couldn't okay. we couldn't
1: do it live on the air because Todd would obviously would be talking like we're and you
4: can't record, you can't broadcast someone, you can't even record them without their. Yeah. Well, it, no, we,
5: we wouldn't be recording him. He'd be recording he'd us, just, if anything. He'd That's just right. be listening. He'd just yeah. be listening, yeah. Um,
1: yeah. which would be very interesting. Hmm. He
6: really wasn't that funny yesterday. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
5: <laughs> and we got like tons and tons of complaints about him.
1: I would love to do He's that. definitely become a liability. Yeah.
6: <laughs> Should we have him on anymore?
1: What do I do? He always bugs me about coming
5: on. (laughs) Hang on. I got to go to this. Uh,
1: We have a couple of anonymous callers. Let me go to the lesser one, and then we'll go to the the money shot here. But let me go to line one, anonymous caller. You're on the air. Good morning.
8: Tucker, Turka, Matt Damon to you. Yes. (laughs) Happy
1: Matt Damon. What's up, man? (laughs) Hey, uh,
8: Matt Damon. I was looking at my voice now. I got a voice now from my mother-in-law that said four minutes long, and I didn't know what the heck it was. So I listened to it, and I could tell it was a butt dial right off the bat because it was off in the distance. Yeah. But in the conversation, they were talking about how they were getting ready to go away for their anniversary. And they were talking about Viagra and other sexual things that oh, they were right. going to be doing.
4: This is your mother-in-law talking about purchasing Viagra and, and, and sex in general?
8: Yes. Is she hot um, at all?
5: Is she good-looking?
8: Oh, she's a good-looking lady. Yes. Okay. So did you save okay. that.
5: And can you send it to us?
10: She's still my mother-in-law, though. Yeah. Yeah, man.
8: yeah.
5: That
4: doesn't mean that it's illegal to have a threesome. Now, did you tell you? <laughs> <laughs> the thing
10: was,
8: we I uh, had this recorded for a long time, and we were going to put it in one of those Mother's Day cards you can record. <laughs> oh, you should have your <laughs> message,
4: dude. You would. She would have had a heart
2: attack. <laughs>
8: That's what we thought. Yeah, My Son ended up breaking, and I lost the voice now. But it was probably the most disgusting conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I was not that great looking. Obviously, I'm not going to
2: say that. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
8: well, there's a general "don't
4: ask, don't tell" hey, policy. Did you Did you play it for your wife?
8: Oh, yeah, my wife, the other kids in the family, everybody <laughs> heard it. and we still talk about it? I love it. They have no clue what we're talking about. Oh, That's man. great.
1: That's great. All right, thanks, man. All right, I have an, another anonymous caller. Let me go to this one. Hi, good morning. You're on the air.
8: Morning, guys. Hey, what's up, man? Oh, uh, I'm just laughing at the last guy because mine's a sort of similar, a little, little better. Yeah. A uh, friend of mine, her son was married. He was deployed in Iraq, Okay. and apparently this one night his wife called her husband's grandmother, talked to her. Well, apparently shortly after she talked to her husband's grandmother, uh, she met with her boyfriend oh. and uh. cut dialed his grandmother.
1: Uh. While?
8: While doing her boyfriend-
1: so she's she's got she's cheating.
4: She's cheating. Mm-hmm. The guy's she, overseas. Yeah, she's having sex with her side action, and his grandmother's hearing it.
8: Oh man, she left her. She dialed his grandmother and left a three-minute-long message. Oh, oh my.
1: man, what, what did grandma do?
8: uh grandma was not too happy they are no longer married yeah and the girl denied that that's what was going well, well, there's on there's
4: audio proof oh
8: yeah
2: yeah
4: um, how, how how did did you hear it how, how graphic was it
8: oh i heard the message it was definitely graphic and uh there is no. Pretty
2: <sighs> 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 Wow! Wow!
6: Wow! That's terrible. And yes.
1: the poor dude's oh, you know, hey, he's overseas. Sees. Oh, yeah, thanks, man. That happens. Wow! 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 It's no denying. What's, oh, going, yeah, yeah. what's going on? Right. There. All right. Well, anyhow, he's putting cookie dough in a brownie. I th- <laughs> 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 I thought it was kind of interesting. I can't believe that. That is a staggering amount of calls to 911. And I wonder if it's because, I mean, do you need 911 on a speed dial? But I guess maybe there are some <clears throat> phones that might have emergency buttons of some sort where you can do sure, that. Sure, yeah. was pretty wild. So uh, be careful. Be careful with your phone, gang.
4: The Preston and Steve Show
2: Podcast. <laughs> 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks.